Chopper Suit Convos. We back with a special guest. Marcus has now completed the quadruple, the second man to do it. He's been on every podcast on the Doyen Wave Network. You already know him, one-fifth of Champagne Soccer, Atlanta's finest. What's going on, Marcus? Thanks for joining us. Hey, man. As always, man, appreciate it. Appreciate it, Jamal. Appreciate it, Dan. Man, we all went full circle on the wave. Hey, man. It, hey, Mr. Keep Your Pinkies Up, man. We here, man. But we here to talk <laughs> that music, man. Let's go, man. For sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. It's a pleasure to have you, my brother. You know what I mean? I heard a lot about you in the ATL streets, man. So, so definitely a pleasure, you know. Hey, we get to knock out two topics because I, I heard I heard something. And then I got to reference something from a couple shows from the beginning of this podcast, you know? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, hey, before we get to that, I got to congratulate Marcus, man. Just show me my man. He's, he's in the Hall of Fame. What's going on, man? You've been working. You've been working in football manager, bro. Are you hey, the goat of American soccer coaches? What's going on here? Damn. Hey, man. hey, I might be a cup master, man, but I got one Champions League and one French League up in me, man. You, you know how that go. Hey, man, football manager is dangerous. I was showing uh, Anthony earlier. Salute to Anthony. He's one of the biggest advocates, if not the biggest, of Chopper Suit Convos, and y'all already know him from champagne soccer as well you've seen you know when you get that pen and you look under that database and you look at all the information football manager has on countries how they develop the nation the infrastructure financials i'm like hey man he was like hey you could you could take over the world with this information in this game that's, <laughs> that's another story for another day you know i don't know if you heard marcus but jamal he has a love-hate relationship with soccer man i'll I'll let him explain it (laughs) hey man i don't really hate it i just gotta be around the ones who know about it so they can educate me you know i'm an american you know what i mean i grew up in the south like my family ain't marcus is a real southerner man anyways what (laughs) you moved uh, to maryland at seven man what year is football manager on like which one of y'all playing because you've been playing that joint for a minute dan hey man they've been making this game since 1992 Every time I say I'm playing football manager, though, so he's like, dang, you still playing that? Yeah, I still got it, man. It's been at least 15 years. Better, better. been at least 15 years I've been hearing about you playing that joint. Yeah, man, it's 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 an it's addiction. But uh yeah, Jamal, tell tell us that funny stuff you feel about soccer, man. Let Marcus educate you as a fellow, a real brother from the South, you know? I mean, you know, like just from the outside looking in, sometimes the game can just be a little too slow. But I understand it's all about, you know, setting up things and also controlling certain paces and shit. But, like, when it, at the end of the game, like maybe like the last 20 minutes or whatever, it definitely turns up. And then sometimes I'll, I'll get re-educated. Like, I know this is MLS we're talking about, but, like, when I see kicks like what Messi did when he did that – um. That uh, I forgot what y'all call it. What kind of kick is that? Penalty kick or some shit? <laughs> Free kick, man. Free kick. When he did that, that curve on that kick, that that type of shit is when I'll be like, oh yeah, I see why these niggas be talking about this. Because if you go try some shit like that in real life, you are gonna see why. You know what I mean? Like why people love soccer the way they do. And you can't lie though, Dan. I do enjoy playing soccer in real life. So uh-huh. it's just 
Hey, I mean, you know, I've seen him play once. The British yeah, accent. He was, he was having fun, but yeah, 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 yeah. The right. British accent, uh, you know what I mean? The kind of the slow uh, pace of the seemingly so, slow pace, because, you know, my American ass just be caring about goals, but I know people like y'all, when y'all watch soccer, y'all seeing, like, all kinds of defensive shit. Y'all seeing passes. Y'all seeing, like, setups and shit and picks and shit and all kinds of stuff. So, you know what I mean? My eyes just aren't trained for it. I be hating on it for fun and shit because I got a lot of friends who, who watch it a lot and talk about it all the time but at the end of the day it's a sport and i used to be an athlete so i don't really hate it like that i just like i just like talking shit that's all marcus his favorite player of all time is casper schmeichel that's all you need to know man <laughs> that's not my favorite player oh, oh wow, oh, wow. <laughs> that's, not, that's not my favorite player of all time i just i just whenever i would watch uh schmeichel would pull up all the time you know what i mean like every time i was with dan watching soccer it would happen to be a game with Schmeichel's in. I think even when he changed teams, so I just heard the name a lot. But I used to like David Sturridge, though. I used to like his dance. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Daniel was was on my club Liverpool for a while. I rock with him. Oh, um, right. yeah, man. Um, I ain't gonna lie. It grow. It grew up on me, man. I was with these these boys in college, and they kept. Hey, look, they just this dude Clay blessed me with a whole jersey when I was like, I'm a Liverpool fan. He, I think he just wanted to escape that jersey, <laughs> but um, yeah, he blessed me with a jersey and shit. After that, I was like, all right, I'm gonna start buying gear from this shit, and then I kind of got more into it like that from them supporting it. Yeah, see, Dan never got me no jersey. Yeah, sure. Yeah, man, yeah, man, I gave this brother Redskins gear. I say, hey, man, take my Redskins book. I don't need this dumb shit no more. And I never turned back. I gave that to a, a girl's dad that was a diehard Redskins fan. Look at him. See, look what he's doing. I didn't need that Redskins book, he's, but I do. I do got some. I'm using a gift I gave him as a friend to go recruit honeys with Marcus. Look at this sick man. <laughs> See I do what time some, he on. Yeah, you know what I mean? She said her dad was a diehard Skins fan. And I'm like, hey, I got a Skins history book. Hey, man, you know what I mean? Was he happy pop, when you gave pop. it to him? Well, I think I gave it to her. I don't even remember. It was like a minute ago, but I just, there was nothing I could do with that book. You know what I mean? You know, I got like. Should have given it to your dad as a troll gift. I should have did that. You're right. He would have threw it away though. I know exactly. That's where it needs to be in the gutter. Nah, let somebody who's a struggle for years have it so they can reminisce on the struggles or the glory days. But I do got some Umbro shorts that I rock whenever I play soccer and I got some Adidas Predator cleats. Whenever I play soccer, so I got some soccer cleats hey, and some soccer shorts, nigga. I be on the pitch every now and then, you know what yes, I'm saying? Nigga, you know him. He he loves gear, Marcus. You here to talk? The brothers that love gear, the brothers that ain't real ballers. That's what they say. Wristbands <laughs> and shit, wristbands and sleeves and shit. <laughs> hey, that's how my coach used to go in on uh, um, when we played football. He was like the most fleeest nigga out here. That nigga sorry fuck. He don't get on the field. <laughs> he got all the wristbands, the gloves <laughs> and shit. Hey, man, I got to ask you, Marcus, before we get into the music talk, I've been heavy in the track recently. Of course, if you guys aren't aware, Marcus used to be a scholarship track athlete at the illustrious Norfolk State University. Behold. I've been getting hip to the Diamond League. You know, the world championships are next month in Budapest. Do you still pay attention to track out and what's going on? From afar? Sometimes when like somebody do something amazing because like um a couple of my homies still coach are like they still like training people 
but uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not following it like I used to. It's it, but because it's it's too much, and and I'm not gonna lie, when they start telling me that the shoes was helping folks, uh, times, uh, like just beat like milliseconds and helping them improve like that, I was like, I'm good, bro. Hey man, it's, hey man, it's like Formula One. You need the tech, man. I mean, because you know, at first I started back like this. I'm sorry, I ain't gonna close you up, but I started off like doing um running a mile. Yeah. And then and then I transitioned when I got out in high school to like sprinting and shit like that. But I still did the open fold. So like that I always carried that over. And like I, I watched that from afar, but I don't know none of the names. But I mean sometimes <laughs> I look at it, I'd be like, oh I'll smoke some of y'all ass. Cause I look at <laughs> their times. Hey man, I seen right now the I guess the biggest American male American track runner is Noah Lyles, and he's from Northern Virginia, Alexandria. He be you know trying to hit niggas with spirit bombs after the joint. You could tell he's a real anime geeker. He's hilarious, but hey man, I saw in the women's one hundred there like a wonder kid white girl that's sixteen years old. In the final of the world cha- of the U.S. championships, I'm like, hey man, are white people getting faster? But hey, I, I like seeing that joint. It's turned, especially um the women. That joint is advanced. I like that shit. Carrie Richardson is turning around, getting on form. Didn't but then the Jamaicans are on smoke. Cause Shelly Ann, Fraser Price, that's my baby boo. Hey man, oh yeah, I also forgot. I gotta apologize, guys. Last week. I said some disparaging comments about Yara Shahidi and her body, and I have to apologize. Women have been whooping my ass, telling me who the hell do you think you are? They talking to me like Stephen A. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was I was trying to have fun, trying to be more humorous. It didn't work out. You could, know, could a, you repeat? Could you repeat what you said about her body? I don't remember what I said, but uh, it was along the lines of me saying that she had the body similar to a teenage boy or something like that. And that wasn't right. You know, that wasn't good. I'm oh, so- yeah. Real quick question. Cuz from Alexandria that you said is uh, like doing his thing in track. Has he gone against any Jamaicans yet? <laughs> yeah. Does he do well against them? Yeah, but the Jamaican men ain't as good as they used to be. The women are the ones that are on smoke. The men fell off. And um, how do you feel about uh, Sydney uh, McLaughlin? Oh, she's fine. I like her. I like that she races with her wedding ring. That shows that she's... Oh, Lord. I had no idea that was happening. Yeah, she she races with her wedding ring on. That's real love. Damn, man. That's crazy. Good for her. Shout out to Yara Shahidi again. I love you, girl. I was just playing. You know, you know, (laughs) you know, I'm going to holler at you. And another quick question before we transition. So... Obviously, it's probably money, but if there was something besides money, what do you think Messi himself probably gets out of playing in the MLS? Do you think he actually enjoys the game, even though he's going against lesser talent? Hey, he man. fun in the turned-up city? Like He does not give you- a damn. He's a family man wearing all pink every game, all right? The best thing he gets to do is he gets to play with some of his friends again, like mm. Busquets, Jordi Alba's coming supposedly Luis Suarez is coming. He gets to play with some of his friends again. And the head coach is a guy that he's had experience with at Barcelona and the Argentinian national team. So that's what it is. Because he wanted to go to Saudi Arabia, him and his dad, allegedly. 
but his wife didn't want to. So, you know, happy life, happy life, happy life or happy wife, happy life. So he had to come to America. So it's not about him being old and still enjoying the game and stuff like that. Nah, he don't give a damn. He mm. wanted to be in Saudi Arabia, get the Rex. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I ain't gonna lie. He looks really relaxed. Okay. He looked <laughs> like he had fun last night. Okay. He did. He did. Hey, man, that celebration was sick that he did the Beckham man about the beer. Bruh. Bruh. He had to because Beckham would have talking to his mama. You get too close. <laughs> man, you know Beckham can speak Spanish, bro. So you got to look straight. I mean, he's a Madrid legend to the hood, man. So David Beckham is dangerous. He can speak French to your lady. He can speak English. He can speak Spanish. Yeah. He's dangerous. So you got to watch him. That is and everywhere mm-hmm. he goes, he dresses like he's going to the prom in his best suit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, he said, well, that's a real that's a real threat, right, Jamal? Yeah, all that. Hey, well, trilingual. Yeah, man. And he got a lot of tattoos. Then the ladies like his tattoos. Mm. And so that's another story for another day. But Jamal, you were DJing this weekend. Why don't you let us know how that went? It was pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? It was like a little uh, coming home. Well, like finishing college joint. uh, It was like a black excellence family in Maryland. They was like super DC, super Maryland by the way they talk. But it was like in a gated community full of black people. And they had like perfect grass and shit. Like you remember when Day Day said he can like taste the air and shit and it tastes different in Rancho Cucamonga on next Friday? Mm-hmm. It was really like it was really like that. But it was dope, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, pulling out all my little Afro beats and shit. My oh, no. Hey, did you play Taliban? Of course. They was definitely going up for that. I played ski, all that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they love Taliban. Taliban's out here. And I like the remix too with a burner on it too. Burner yeah. had to look in quick. Do you like how he said Santa gave him the Glock with the switch for Christmas? Yeah, why is he thugging so hard? Because <laughs> he's on the song called Taliban's. They gotta be thugs. Mm. I didn't believe anything that man said. <laughs> yeah, he's thugging hard. Why is he thugging he hard? But hey, man, it is, it is, that's what you gotta do. Akon lied to us and said he was a criminal too even though his dad was a legendary musician that was at the White House. So, hey, man, these niggas be lying out here. They industry plants. So, no I don't no hate, but do you think that's like a Jamaican thing? Like the Jamaicans just have to thug it out a little bit because Burner Boy and them don't be on no gangster shit like that. <laughs> he, he says things here and there, but that's normally when he's with other gangsters. But, I mean, my man Byron is from St. Kitts. I don't know how active it gets over there. I know he was born in Jamaica. But he grew up in St. Kitts, so I don't know how good it gets over there. But hey, I'm mm. sure there's a ghetto everywhere. That's how the saying goes. But um, Marcus, yeah, now nah, go ahead, my bad. No, I was saying it was definitely a dope event. You know, I mean, it was a lot of honeys out there. You know, rocking with me. You know, had a good time. Got got wasted a little bit on the job, but it was all good. That's what's up now, Marcus, Jamal. I got to tell y'all something. Friday, Nas put out Magic 2 with Hit Boy. Valet put out uh, his project with Harry Fraud. And Babyface Ray put out his project, Summer's Mine. I was using Title, but my Title was glitching, y'all. I didn't know what was going on. Every time I got to track four, about 50 seconds in, it'll say there was an error. So then I was like, oh, man. Is Jay-Z trying to mess up Nas's sales by 
geeking up his title account. So then I try to listen to Babyface Ray, and I kept getting that error message from title. So I had to cancel my title, and now I'm on Apple Music, y'all. I've joined the gang. And because I've abstained for Apple Music for all these years, I have a three-month free trial right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm using Apple Music right now. It's interesting. I'm still getting used to it. The interface isn't as cool as Tidal. The algorithm isn't as good. But maybe I just have to keep training the algorithm. But uh, Hey, now we can finally send you links. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's where, that's where I'm getting to, Marcus. So... When you sent me that Nas link, at the time I didn't have Apple Music, but then when I did, when I eventually got it, I see, oh, sent from Marcus. I'm like, hey, man, you can see who sent you links now, or you can look to see what your friends are listening to. Hey, that's a little too much. I don't yeah. know. I want to see what niggas are listening to all the time. But uh, Marcus, how did you feel about that Nas album, man? This is his fifth project in the last three years with Hit Boy. After the Kanye debacle, when Kanye tried to destroy his career, maybe Jay-Z told him to do that. Uh, what do you feel about this project and Nas's run overall in recent years? Um, well, first off, I want to say that when you can see what everybody listening to, sometimes that exposes me because I be listening to some alternative stuff. And I get messages from people like, what the is you doing? <laughs> like, or the Saturday, I was listening to Pink Floyd and people was really confused. Damn. That's, that's my shit. See, that's how, why how do you Marcus get along, man. We we got a lot of similar taste in music. How do you see that where people are listening to? I always wondered if they On do. Listen Now, if you okay. go on there, like if, on, let's say like on any, like on any album, like if you recently played it, it'll have a picture of like the person in your joint that you, that also listen to it too. Mm, okay. But to, but to circle back on this Nas CD, um, I kind of disappointed, bro. Um, it, Cause I think King disease blessed us. And that, that kind of will answer your question that, uh, about the, about how I feel about the recent run. King Disease, bro. I beat that. I had I was replaying records for a whole year. I could replay some of those records right now, and I'm fine with listening to that, bro. I per- could legit replay the whole CD. Um, this Magic Two, it I might only beat this for a month because, uh, or maybe a couple months, but I don't think it's gonna be like in constant rotation for the year. Um, only a couple records stood out. Um, and kind of like how me and you talked about. The best section of the CD kind of was from uh track six to I say till ten because that number eleven record was kind of weak. So terrible. Yeah. Um, I did not want to. I do not want to hear another Twenty One Savage and Nas record. Um, <laughs> some of the again. features, like the fifty feature, oh it felt God. lazy. Yeah, man. It felt. Did you did you did you feel the same way? Yes, I agree with you. Go ahead, man. It was lazy as hell, man. Um, the like I said, uh, the what is that? Bokami wine bind. That's that's oh, like the standout woodbine. Yeah, that's to me that if he gonna have a single, that probably would should be it because that to me that would connect it. That Irvin Magic Johnson and like you said, like I said, six seven through ten, those are the records I could constantly have in rotation. Um, 
Yeah, it would. Uh, uh, this one was kind of mid, but it was. I'll say this: it was better than the Yay CD. The Yay CD probably might be his worst CD ever. Yeah, it Damn. is. I listened to Nostradamus last year, and yeah, it's better than uh than Nasir. And it sucks because they they made it his self titled album. He, he called that joint his first name. Hey, it stinks, but uh, yeah, this album I agree with you, Marcus. Um, I do like the. I do like the Don Magic Wand intro. That's a nice touch. Fabricadabra, how he was moving with the flows and cadences was cool. Office hours, I wasn't really feeling the beat, but Nas was doing his thing. 50, he was setting it up. Hit it, flip it, chop it, bring it, hop it. Yeah, I was like, hey, man. And then this is Queens. Hey, man, where's where's Jungle at? Let's go outside, man. Hey, no, why, they, why are you mentioning his brother? Like, this is not a CD. He didn't want to rap, Marcus. He said, where's the jungle? Let's go outside. Dang, 50 was trying to restore the feeling. His yeah, Queens said, feeling. This is Queens, yeah. And then Nas is saying, I might put out my next album on G-Unit. Yeah, all right, we get it. It's cool. You guys Damn. are friends again. That's nice. You guys realize we shouldn't have been beefing. We should have teamed up and destroyed Jay-Z together. But hey, it's okay. <laughs> Black Magic. I like the sample. I think that's a Memphis rapper at the beginning that they sampled. I'm not sure which one, but... I do like the beat and the cadence, the story that Nas tells. That's the bro. Oh, that's what, yeah, okay, cool, cool. Because, you know, I used to be able to get title uh, credits. They were better. Apple Music has credits now, but it's not as good. It's new. So uh, the motion joint is cool when he's, I like the line when he said he dumps his uh, ashes in the ocean to get the sharks. So that was cool. Irvin Magic Johnson was cool. N- Magic Johnson tweeted, said, thank you, Nas, for making a song about me. You're a good businessman, too, brother. Oh, word. That's what's up. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, what this all really means is nice. Slow it down. It's smooth. Pistols on your album cover. I like that reference, too, because, you know, people always try to act like hip-hop became more gangster now in the modern era. But like he mentioned, hey, Boogie Down Productions had... <laughs> KRS One and Scott LaRock had guns on their album covers, and unfortunately, Scott LaRock was the first famous hip hop person to get killed. So, hey, like the saying goes, you live by the gun, you die by the gun. And speaking of guns, one mic, one gun, terrible. I never want to hear that song again. They made that song because Twenty One Savage went on Clubhouse and said Nas is irrelevant because you know he's also a Jay Z disciple, so he has to shit on Nas. And then they bullied him in this to making this wax song. So, yeah, I agree with you. Out of the five projects they've done together, this is the weakest. And I love Magic. I think the first Magic is the best one they've done out of all this. And it does kind. Of, I do see what people are saying when they say, "If you want these type of beats, Nas, why don't you just call Large Professor a Q-tip? Why are you getting Hit Boy to make?" tight beats <laughs> just go get large professor nigga so i do get what they saying over there uh does, uh, does nas mention that girl huh does nas mention that girl that stole from him again nah not this time okay it's not really a female track it's like smooth g shit kind of like from a new york old head perspective and that's kind of mm. why i kind of fuck with it a little bit yeah mm. Yeah, but I, I expected more, you know. I thought Nas was going to be on some focus shit because he turns 50 in a couple months. This is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. 
I thought he was going to put out a better album this year. Uh, I was disappointed. Uh, Jamal, did you have time to hear this? No, the only album I had time to listen to was Babyface Ray. All right, well. And I need to get on the Jay Huss, and it's crazy. I was actually listening to Skeptics album the other day, and I didn't realize that that was Jay Huss on that G-Unit, that fake G-Unit beat, but boom, I like that boom, song. Boom, boom. What do you mean? Boom, yeah. Boom, boom. When I was listening to him, I'm like, oh shit, is Jay Huss on this joint? I didn't even realize that was him on this joint. Yeah, like, yeah. He's a wonder kid. Yeah, he's a wonder kid. He's yeah. been around for years. But uh, mm-hmm. all right, hey, since you haven't had time, let's listen. Let's, because Marcus, am I mistaken to assume that you listen to Virtuoso? I actually just listened to Virtuoso, but I'll say this I'm going to put this on the record. I have had two instances of seeing Babyface Ray live. Uh oh. <laughs> and um, he ain't rap on beat neither time. So I got a question: Is this the thing? Yeah, Damn. Detroit. That's what they do, man. Hey, let's get into Babyface Ray right now. Go ahead, hey, because this is a trend that I'm seeing has been popping off in the underground slowly but surely throughout the years. A couple of the pioneers are no longer with us anymore. Rest in peace, Draco the Ruler. Rest in peace, Gunu. But I like to call it whisper rap, okay? These brothers are half sleepwalking. They, I call it cooked rap. Yeah, you can, yeah, that's a good way because they all they're cooked on a lot of drugs. And to me, Draco and Gunu weren't cooked like them. Like Babyface Ray and Visa. Draco, lucky. Draco was cooked. Nah, Lucky and Babyface Ray are cooked. And Draco. Visa. If you listen, go ahead, go back, and I know it's harder to listen to because you know we're Apple Music guys now, streaming era. But go back and listen to that uh, Blueface tape with Draco. That brother is cooked. <laughs> listen to the energy Blue Bucks come in, and then Draco, hey man, I could, uh, he be sleeping on it. I he mean, but sleep. these these did admit that he said my mom thinks she made me special. I think it's the drugs. He said it's the drugs that cooked them up and made them nice. But uh, Marcus, how are you feeling about this wave of this whisper app? Oh, yeah, I got to shout out another pioneer, Hood Rich Pablo Juan, because he was whispering for a time. Yeah, but he wasn't cooked, though. He definitely wasn't cooked. I, I don't know. He was kind of cooked. That is, isn't that when the whippets were starting to get popular in the hood, Marcus? It is because that's when Gunner was on that uh that yeah. one record mentioning whippets. And he was but, starting whispering in that era too. Yeah, but I always said that uh Pablo One was more silk the shocker. He because he 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 didn't know how to rap. Remember the first two takes we were talking about that. We were like, bro, this brother does not know how to rap. He does not know how to stay on beat. He was just <laughs> yelling. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he did used to do that. Then he got around Migos. He got um, what's my boy? What's my boy to make his beats? He's still making his damn beats. Why he in jail? Spiffy. Uh, Spiffy. Yeah. yeah, he got around Spiffy, and then he he found his flow. So I mean, the whisper rap, like the Babyface Ray again. I can listen to maybe three or four records, but when it's multiple of the Detroit, like the when I got the number three, I had to pause the CD. Well, because the bosses link with bosses. Well, because the, these comes in real sleepy. They're whispering to each other. <laughs> they're telling secrets. 
<laughs> I mean, I can respect Babyface Ray because, like, when I li- like, I'm reading. The- I ain't gonna lie, he won a few raps. I gotta read the lyrics while he hey, rapping. But he be saying some hard shit. That's I crazy. ain't complete that CD, so I, I can't give y'all a full one on that <laughs> one, man. And you're from There's the land. Of- you're from the land of mumble rap, Marcus. Man, I be mumbling shit. I might be mumbling on here soon. See, the mumble rap shit to me is unfair. I feel like a lot of Northerners and East Coast people call it mumble rap just because of their accents. But you can hear what they're saying, though. True. And that's why I felt like the New Yorkers, they be hating because they love all that Jamaican shit. And you can't it's you can't really decipher everything they saying. So you but can that's call that because Jamaican a lot of them are Jamaican and Caribbean, so they do know what they're saying. People like Ero, though. Well, yeah. Jamaican he's Caribbean. a poser. People like Ebro be talking all that shit. But he's been in, he's lived in New York for over 20 plus years. He's Dog, you can't hear every word Sean Paul used to say and shit and like being and like uh, Elephant Man in them, but they don't never call that mumble rap. And you got like somebody from the South just because they got talk with an accent, you want to call it mumble rap. Hey, man. Um, That's crazy. But uh, what's your review on uh, the Babyface Raid project, Summer's Mind? I actually like it. I forgot which song it was, but there is a song on here with beat is like too loud and it's whooping his ass and his vocals are just bad on it but i actually like that i don't think it's better than face well to me it's good it's not better than face but it's just a little different um i like little tyler flow i love um nutty's verse on there i wish they would have let los go a little bit longer i like that baby face ray had two um verses on it but um it's pretty good you can he's he's not as cooked as i thought he would be He's but it's that cook that cook shit is uh sprinkled in the album a little bit more, but I kind of like that. You know, my my ears are fucked up, so I'm kind of I'm really used to like the offbeat shit to the point where it don't even be sounding offbeat to me. It's kind of like it doesn't like, sound offbeat to me when people say it sounds offbeat to them. I'm like, man, I've been listening to this for a long time because this sounds regular to me. It's kind of like what Ice Cube said when they they made him listen to Blueface. He was saying like. It's not really like he they fall off beat a little bit, but then they catch it. And there's like certain pockets where they like they get off beat and the beat gets ahead of them a little bit. But then in the middle of that part, they like get on it and then they like fall off. It's kind of like a like a little like a flow kind of. But um, I haven't listened to it in like in a couple of days. So I can't really give you like a track by track rundown, but I liked it. Um, Vori had a pretty good verse. Um, Fly it was guy moving like future on it. Be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at first I'm like, who the fuck is this? And I had to look, and I'm like, oh yeah, Vori, I heard of him, but I'm not really too familiar with him. But um, I definitely that heard CD him. was hard. I ain't gonna lie, check that one. Yeah, he he went off on his joint too, and then um, the other dude on Fly Gods, he he did his thing. I feel like all the features are really you mean good. Westside Good. Oh yeah, it was Westside <laughs> Gun. Yeah, the Fly oh, yeah, Guy yeah. himself. That's why yeah, the yeah. Fly that Guys. was that was interesting. He didn't do bad. I liked the connection. I liked that Westside Gum was uh fucking with a Detroit person. It wasn't one of my favorite songs, but you know, it it wasn't bad either. Um I like the beat because uh Topside went crazy on that. Yeah, um, I like Skateland because it reminded me of a real like skating rink song. That's my favorite song on it. Shout out to Topside again, best beat on the project for me. But yeah, uh Ray was talking that cash shit. You know what I'm saying? I like what he raps about. Like to me, he's um I like him a little bit more than V's because V's is kind of like he just be having fun and just talking about drugs and just, you know, I mean, he be boasting a lot. Ray boasts, but he also got a little bit of hustle spirit in him. He got that fly, a little bit more of that fly, cool guy shit in him. So I wouldn't say that it's like such a fall off or nothing like that from face. I just like face more and I like the beats 
and the way he rapped on the beats of face more but to me this is not a bad album and i'm not like too worried about him or anything my favorite songs off this project uh donda bag bosses linking with bosses all-star team Lil tyler flow i-75 raxon skateland i like big meach holiday too king hendrix yeah. he's hilarious but yeah, he did pretty good too. Yeah, he's not bad. He's he's always been around. You you already know Jamal. You're a Ray fan for a long time. King Hendrix has always been around. He did his mm-hmm. thing. Uh Los and Nutty, I, I like that, especially since we had an episode recently called Daisy Lane Jr. I like that the, <laughs> the Daisy Lane, the real Daisy Lane pulled up. But shout out to uh those homies from DC. They aren't bad, they are pretty good. And I do like that he calls it giving people hitting them with the blast. But um, like you said, uh, this project is better than Mob, which is what we want. We want rappers to make better projects than what they last put out. It's not as good as Face, but I do like the direction he's going with. I would rather in the future, I don't know if he'll ever do it, but I'd love to hear a Babyface Ray project produced entirely by Topside and one produced entirely by Space. Those, mm-hmm. I think, are his two best producers right now. But um, good project overall. Welcome to the show, Claytis. Fresh from every meeting in America. How you living, bro? Hardest working man in America. Highly underpaid, but I'm still here. What to do, my brother? What to do? Oh, my G, it was good. But yeah, I came in. Y'all was having that little combo by faces. Funny, when I left work, that was the first thing I put on. And like just listening to like the beat and like just like the way the album flow, like you could definitely tell bro has progressed. Like you could like see the progression is like in his his music, his cadence, his lyrics. I didn't get to finish the full album yet, but what I've heard so far, like yeah, definitely showing a lot of progress. I would say I would agree. I would agree too. He's definitely um growing a little bit as an artist, being able to like switch it up a little bit from face and um like i said i like the tracks on face a little bit more but this is not a bad album i like this still like especially with him like doing something different i'll talk about this briefly because i think i'm the only person here that listened to this but uh valet and harry fraud put out a collab project called virtuoso no you ain't the only one Oh, you listen to Marcus? All right, cool. Oh, Lord. Did Harry Fraud, Harry yeah. Fraud, it up? Harry Fraud, fiending ass niggas, man. Jesus. Hey, hey, Dan, <laughs> I will say this. Harry blessed him. Most of them beats are... are yeah, they're are, way are. better than the stuff he gave Currency. I'll tell you that much. Wow, mm. you're sick. Mm. You know, hey, man, those sitcom beats he gave Currency were crazy, man. <laughs> he's sick. Yeah, I mean... I mean, but so I will say this. I'm going to say this, though, Dan. And then you could probably get your full review on the valet. It, bro kind of stuck in that era where he be, like, learning a new vocabulary word, and he'll make a record centered around that vocabulary word. And I think you already know what record I'm talking about. Chime in if you if you do. Uh, man, I don't uh, – man, I'm trying to think because I'm like – because the joint uppity him and – Z money be going off, but they don't. I don't think he said the word uppity on it. Virtuoso, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. My bro. man just I'll, learned that I'll, word, bro. <laughs> Why did he? We pronounce that shit like he was practicing. Uh, if he really knew it. Hey, man, is this crazy? <laughs> the 
the features did their thing though. I know you want to reference O3 Greedo even more, but he he went in on his verse. Z Money oh, went in. RXK nephew went in on his verse. Oh he my went, god, he's on there too. He did. He went crazy. He was having. I thought I thought Bronson was solid. Yeah, um, he wasn't bad. He did what he does. Twister went in. Twister was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I was confused how he got twisted. Yeah. But then when Twister started spinning, I said, okay, relax. Twister went crazy. <laughs> Jamal knows I don't like fast rappers, but Twister did his thing. And was this and was this Saba that, that who Yeah, that Saba thing? and Mike. I was like, hey, you got these underground ass niggas stunting with him. Hey. Yeah, yeah I, 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 some, I ain't gonna lie. Some of the dudes on the record. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, this my so he didn't give him no Miami Vice beats or no in the heat of the night beats. I would say the virtuoso is the closest beat to like a currency, um, like like that style because it had oh, the, the vibrant down the vibrant with actually. I mean, yeah, yeah, my bad, vibrant, yeah, my bad, vibrant. Shit, I don't, I'm out here saying virtuoso, the damn album title. Yeah, <laughs> the vibrant joint. Um, when the beat broke down for action to come in, it was that same like little. Beach breakdown that action was having on his seat of that do 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 type of shit, and then mm-hmm. action came in. So like he gave him beats that was similar, but that so I would say this too. I think I think they need to I think he need to have a theme. He should have had a better theme for that CD because it was like you got great like how Dan said you got great features, but it just seemed like it was just a mixed bag of records. But I mean I'm gonna say like this: his lyrics are pro- are growing. Like he, him as an artist is growing because that that CD I sent Dan earlier, that CD I think that was an older CD that I, I wasn't feeling that. Oh yeah, the Ayo Chill Man joint, I, and I like those type of that's his jazzier stuff. I I like that stuff, but this yeah, I like one, the elevator music joint. Yeah, like this joint, he has a song on it called Washington Wizard, and it pissed it. It kind of it it was just like the Washington Wizards, Claytis. They disappointed me, you know, because this is the punchline. He says. Like a Washington wizard, I do visit Washington. What? Hey, man. What? What? Hey, man. Hmm. Oh, my bad. I said it the wrong way. He says, like a Washington wizard, I do Washington visit. And then on the ad lib, he says, Washington visit. And then he says, new host said, did he live in D.C.? And she decent. Hey, man. Come on, man. You got to give me something. That's why you called it Washington wizard? Because you have a decent hoe in D.C.? Not even a great one? Hey, maybe he's trying to say like Jordan like was in Chicago and went to DC. Hey, please, you can't snitch on Michael Jordan. I've already gotten enough trouble with Michael Jordan on Ring Culture, man. Please. <laughs> so is this uh, <laughs> is ballet still not as good as Lucky? Yeah, he ain't as good as Lucky. Hey, Lucky Sex Money Drugs. That's a very good project compared to what he did with Flawless. Like me, I think the three kings of Whisper Rap, Lucky Ray V's, they've all dropped recently. How I would rank the projects is um, V's first, Lucky second, Ray third. But how I would rank the three projects that I listened to that dropped on Friday, it would be Ray one, uh, Valet two, and Nas three. Hey, uh, Lucky Flawless like me, not that bad. That shit been coming on my shuffle. It's cool. And I don't press next. It is definitely too long. But when it be coming on, I don't be pressing next. It's like I'm almost finally catching up to him. Like he was like a little ahead of me before. Now I kind of can like catch the wave a little bit more now. All right. I got a curveball for you, Claytis. I saw this 
in my algorithm on Twitter. And you're the perfect person to answer this question. Marcus, you already know. I, you might have seen this in your algorithm too. Cletus, you might have seen it already. And it goes like this. Numbers aside, which West London rapper has the best rapping ability? And it shows Central C, AJ Tracy, Fredo, and Digga D. Who are you going with, Cletus? Hey, give, me, give me that again. Digga. <laughs> Fredo, Sench, and AJ Tracy. AJ, that's that's wild. But the stats is probably gonna say Digger or AJ. You know what the stats say? It's Central C, man. He's rapping with Drake. He's wearing the John Cena, Tommy Hilfiger. That's hey. because if you look at it, AJ's been in the game a lot longer, and AJ's had more. I guess you could say somewhat of. American radio hits or American success? You think so? What I American? No, man. Hit? None of them got songs oh. bigger than Doja. Yeah, of course. But then, like, and man. even Sprinter this year with Dave. I told you, Dave was. I told you, Dave knew that. Hey, I need to be Central C's friend. I knew he yeah, was going to do a yeah, collab with him. But even like when Digga came out the second time, like recently, like Digga is an LA rapper now. He's not. He's not a UK guy. Damn. Hey man, chill, chill, chill. He's still, he's still. Hey Jamal, I don't know if you guys watch music videos anymore, but Babyface Ray and V's shot the video of bosses linking with bosses yeah. in London, and Digga D was their security. Him and his Crip friends were yeah. keeping them safe. Okay, he's a UK Crip. Yeah, yeah. And blue, woo, blue, woo. So woo, when woo. you say he's an LA rapper, what kind of is he? He's rapping on like LA beats. No, 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 no. He he just he just relocated himself. Yeah, he's out. American. He's a, he's he's oh. living in America now, away from crime and violence. Yeah, he, he has to escape. Trying to be prosperous, man. Escaping yeah, stab wounds. Let me yeah. get that question after Clay, though. <laughs> yeah. So you going with you going with AJ Claytus? Uh, I don't want to go. I'm gonna go with Central man, because I really don't want to go with AJ. I mean, yeah, even go- Central C first UK double XL freshman. I, I bumped too much Sench and too much Digger to, to go with AJ. I'm surprised San, Santana and, and Storm's not on the list. There's a lot of folks that, that should be on that list, to be quite honest. Yeah, well, Marcus, who you going with, man, out of those four? Yeah, I'm not going with those four. I'm subbing people. <laughs> um, hey, hey, what, what hey, hey, D1 got to get in there. Thank he you. wants from North London. He's from the north side. This is for the West boys. Don't oh, you know? Okay, okay, all, okay, all okay. All okay. The West London rappers are light skinned. Okay, because I was about to say, <laughs> uh, Clay's, 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 Clay's club is at Chelsea, you know, biracial boys. Is Clay Op not from uh, West London? Wayne uh, he's, he's a northerner too. He's from North London too. Those green guys. He's a Tottenham boy, you know. Okay, then I'm gonna go with, I like uh, ability, I like Tracy. But C honestly got the better flow the and the better, better yeah, and the better delivery. Like on some a- abstract shit, I'ma listen to Tracy because some of them records is like more towards the anime nerd type shit. Like now, because like I think he realized like his appeal ain't gonna be in America. For real, for <laughs> real. For real though. Think about it. his last record was a year ago. Yeah, someone did a poll. In in this uh Twitter joint and over two thousand people voted. It looks like when they asked the question, AJ Tracy won forty percent, 
Second was Digga D with 27 and a half. Fredo was third with 18.8. And Central C was last because, you know, he's too mainstream for the streets. Man, it's the track suits. That's why niggas don't fuck with him, bro. Is Central C white or is he mixed? Yeah, he's their gangster version of Logic. Hmm. So you can say the N-word? No. Uh, he's a street boy. Okay. I don't know, man. I know Fredo's supposed to be like a gangster or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Fredo's certified. Digga D too. Digga D and Fredo have beef for legend. Yeah. All right. It's Digga D and Central C that have beef, but Central C don't be really wanting to engage because yeah. it's too dangerous. I'll <laughs> be honest. Uh, uh, Digger and Cinch actually went to the same school, but growing up, uh, Dig was always the one getting locked up. So then, when Digger comes out, like a couple of years back, and Cinch was on the scene, he was like, "Yeah, nigga, you used to go to school with me, but you wasn't really on nothing. I was yeah, on he it. Was relaxed. You was a school boy. With, yeah, you was yeah. a white boy with your hair out. Yeah, and then you got locked. So look straight. <laughs> so are, are all four of them better than Dave? Nah. Uh-uh. I'm gonna be honest, none of them are better than Dave. Yeah. Dave right. is in a different lane to me because Dave knows how to connect worldwide. Yeah, Dave is their country. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll take that. That's what I thought. That's what I've always thought of him. Better than Kendrick, though. I, I don't listen to Kendrick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ain't gonna say he better than Kendrick, but I like I kind of agree with Dan. Like he is a Kendrick. Like he the one, he the one. He the one that Stormzy wish he could be, honestly. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Well said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Stormzy looks up to Dave. And Stormzy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you realize it, everybody on the low, out of them mentioned Dave. They meant Central C was mentioning Dave in bars before they did records. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. the golden child. And Fred, Fredo and, and uh, Dave's brother were locked up in HMP, like what well, back in like twenty sixteen or some shit like that. So that's how, like, when when Fredo came out, he knew Dave because of his brother, not because Dave was a rapper. Yeah, and Drake knew that Dave uh, was a superstar because he worked with him early. Top boy, top boy. 2016, 2017, Drake was like, you're going to be my friend now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, Jamal, you haven't listened to the J. Huss album all the way? Nah, I barely even got a chance to listen to him. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna. I'm gonna listen to it tomorrow though, because um, from what I've heard from him, I've I've always liked him when I heard him on tracks, but I haven't really like listened to him like that much. But I've always been hearing his name for years, ever since I've been like listening to Skepta and shit. We finna get you lit to make you want to hit that motherfucker. You not. You not, man. He he has a love hate relationship with the UK rapping. That is not true. He I've been liking UK outside of America. Ever since Skepta, ever since like you put me on a Skepta, my ears have been way open for UK rappers. Yeah. Um, I don't really like gigs that much, but I don't mind gigs. Gigs be going off sometimes. You like, know where gigs is at right now, Jamal? Where's he at? He's in America watching Messi at the MLS joint, man. Gig, gigs be going off, you know what I'm saying? A you know, day, Jay's I heard. friend, you know, people love gigs. He's with Puff Daddy. People love him a lot. Dave had the album Santan, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Whoa, wait, man. Well, actually, I don't think he had an album called Santan. He just used to be called Santan Dave. Well, I remember when he had an album. Uh, I listened to his whole album, and I always respected Dave. Like y'all said, he is kind of like the Kendrick. He can rap about all kinds of shit. So I don't be hating on UK rappers. You can't say the same like I do for yeah. And I like Lancey. You know I like Lancey. So how come you haven't listened oh to my all God. the Hustle yet? 
I mean, when I be DJing and shit on the weekends, I don't really be listening to like music that just like that just just dropped. Unless that's it's like a the certain... type of music you would enjoy in the gym. You... Unless it's like a certain type of artist, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like getting my shit together, but I'm I'm gonna check out Jay Huss. You know what I mean? Man, Jamar, I have one request for you, man. Just go ahead and add an NSG set. To, to, oh to yeah, please. I fuck with NSG because we have an NSG set in in Rose Bar on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the vibes. The youngs was like, Who is this? Who are y'all listening to? Yeah, bitch, catch up. Yo, what's up with their new song? What are they doing in their new song? They're not really. Oh, yeah, he doesn't know that they're gangsters, guys. He doesn't know that they're scamming gangsters. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, they big time different. They're not on the smooth shit like they usually be on. Oh, it's big time scam time. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Cletus is a Cletus is an affiliate, you know, of I, NSG. I, I, I'm knowing I'm knowing those boys very well. Mojo, I have you know, I've crossed them before. <laughs> hey, they putting out new lingo. Okay. <laughs> Got niggas out here saying don't don't lose your life over Nash. Yeah. Oh, I mean that's 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 old school, but uh Cletus, it's time, man. Living for Nyesh and dying for Nyesh. Yay. It's because, because of sexy saying it, yeah. Well, we're gonna get to that real soon because that's that's what we really here for. But, oh, it's time for I said it, baby. I said it, baby. Yeah, yeah, that J Huss, man. What's your thoughts on the album, man? Yeah, yeah. See, tell Jamal to make him want to listen to the album. The the Huss joint, bro. I was going into it not happy, be not saying happy, but I was skeptical because I was seeing too many Americans. Talking J Hus, J Hus, but I know they never listen to Hus. <laughs> they, they wasn't knowing what they're really asking for. So when the album cover dropped, I was like, "Yeah, this boy's about to go brutal." But yeah, the the track with uh, Naira Marley that that gets a lot of bump in the whip. Gets a lot of bump in the whip. Yeah. Um, Come look is focus. Alien girls focus. Track with Popcorn. Uh, Killy focus. Like. To be honest, I was going into the album thinking like Huss is just gonna be spitting bars, right? But he's giving you like vibes with the bars, like the way the beat, like the beats, even this time around, like they're not all centric, like UK, like uh drill beats or like the basic UK happy dance beat. Like in some of the try, I think he has like J5 on some of these joints. Like you could definitely see like he's trying to expand his musical talent a little bit more with this little humming singing. Like yeah, this this definitely like a solid album from Huss, to be honest. Do you oh think God. it's better than his last project? Yeah, for sure. Do you think it's better than his first album? Not the first, no, so no. <laughs> but the second, the, the the second joint, like I think that one, like we had a lot of expectation off the first album, and that joint just it just didn't really like hit. Yeah, um, he was in a dark vibe, big conspiracy. Yeah, he, 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 was he had just vibe. got out of jail. Remember. Yeah, Making he was in dark space. With his sister. No yeah, he put his sister on that. the poems like he's Lupe Fiasco. I didn't need that, man. I didn't need that. But this joint, man, you could definitely tell like this is a hus that's that's been outside for a while, and he's trying to bring back the vibes, you know, in the city. I wish I was in Portugal listening to that joint right now. To be honest, Ooh, I'm interested in Bim Bim. What's that about? <laughs> you know what it's about. Living for Nyesh and dying for Nyesh. Yeah. But uh, I agree with you, Cletus. This album is an improvement from his 
last album, Big Conspiracy. I don't think it's better than the first. I actually think I remember looking at the credits on title. I don't think J5 did any production on this. J5 was like, uh, he went on the Half Cast podcast, shout out Chucky and Poet. He was telling them that, yeah, uh, J Huss is on the darkness vibe. So he can't really vibe with it right now. <laughs> so well, yeah, yeah, he got some well, other Africans to make the beats. Um, But yeah, I like how he balances out with a track for the field, a track for the youngins, track for the field, track for the youngins. I did see uh, Chucky, he made an observation from Half Cast where he said he wished Jay Huss would stick the topic for a verse, like have one topic and stick to it for 16 bars. I was like, man, that's old man stuff, but I hear him. But hey, I thought the album was good. The production was smooth. Like you said, the melodies are improved. How he's linking up with Naira Marley on that track goes. Um the drum with Georgia Smith goes, uh, Alien Girl goes. Yeah, the project is fire. I'm definitely bumping this all summer. Uh, Marcus, how you feel about it? Hey, man. Vibes. Vibes. Big vibes, man. That's all I got to say, man. Hustler, baby. Okay? I ain't been rocking with a Hustle album like this since... Can you see my like the first joint? Yeah, the, yeah. You know what I mean? What Clay put me on with the did you see? Did you yeah. see? Like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when niggas was beating that shit in the crib, I was like, who is this guy? Then when Big Conspiracy came out, I was like, ah, uh. I mean the common sense. That was common sense. It wasn't big conspiracy, was it? <laughs> nah, that's the first one. Okay, okay, yeah. Big conspiracy out. It was kind of mid, um, but like I would say the thing I would say that been consistent like all throughout is like him linking with Burner, and I I do fuck with that because that masculine track is is hard. Um, him having the, the crush on Georgia, that, that fucking record, like yo, <laughs> linking with up with a youngin, yeah, that, that that's a that's a go to right there because. Okay. The line with brothers like definitely I fuck with you. I'm trying to link up and see what's your end goal. Like that that's the type of talk niggas is on. Okay. Yeah, Especially like you, you gotta sell the dream. Okay. Niggas with five wives, four or five wives, you gotta sell that dream. <laughs> congrats to Hus. He said he got he one of his wives got a kid, but the I thought um, he was gonna say congrats to DeVito. If you know, you know. I know Claytis hey, knows. Unavailable, okay. <clears throat> um free my boy Davido, man. So yeah, this CD man massacre is like one of my top records because the way how he just it's like he 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 can sense that he he like in a positive space and he know like I'm in my groove and it's like fuck this shit I know this shit is a hit like the how, the way how I come off I know this shit is a hit like and then the colors video that that they just dropped with that I think that shit was perfect um who told you i'm not really a fan of but i think this goes back to um uh, other uk rapper that me and clay and dan are a fan of heady one we understand it um you want to branch to the american artist drake is the easiest person to link with the uh naira marley joint when that video dropped that's when i knew the cd was gonna be next because that at the point, honestly, mm. uh, my homegirl said this: all the artists that are embracing like their 
that ancestry, that that motherland vibe on their on their CDs. That's the shit that's standing out. That's the shit that's that's that that ring harder to me. Um, and like how you said, the way how he balanced hood, like to to soft records is is kind of nice, and it's just solid all the way through. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I thought when I got the fresh water, I was gonna I was gonna cut it off. Like Alien Girl, I was like, at first, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this shit gonna be trash. But then when I listened to the bars, I was like, oh yeah, this shit kind of hard. But the way how he rocked the first part of Fresh Water before it flipped, man, that shit's next. And then like, like he said, the popcorn song, hard, problem fixer, low-key hard. Like it, it it's solid all the way through and like playing chess also. Like, that's some grown man shit. So I, I fought with the vibe. My boy need to get a shape up and stop looking <laughs> like KD. Hey man, yeah, never get that shape up. Come on, you know that that that's not coming. Man. Is he a mud boy? Yeah, he's you know it. He, he doesn't care about that. He's, he's my, the only up, time he might go get a shape up is when he's going to Mecca. If you know, you know. Mm. You know, us the type of guy that's gonna pull up to the club with thirty youngins and he'll have on you know gym shorts and, and a t shirt saying Nike. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Relax. Hey, Beezer's been bragging about not having haircuts too. So, you yeah, know, so, some people boys. just get it like that. Shout out to the east side of Detroit. I was almost from there, man. Scared. But real quick, though, from what y'all are saying, to me, it, it makes me want to listen to it because y'all just tapped into a lot of different vibes and lanes and just categories and topics of like music. And it sounds like the UK artists, like you said, people who are tapping into like that ancestry. Sounds like they're able to be more creative and innovative than a lot of the American rappers because a lot of the American rap shit has been making getting me oh. like bored lately. Oh, oh, I I can even touch on that to be honest. Like even with the um, I came out of work today. I'm on Twitter and I see the NLE Chopper remix. Uh, oh, bro, I was like, this is the atrocious. Who, I thought it was a troll job. Who yeah. is approving this and putting this on the net? And then Cosplay. I'm like, bro, I've been listening to so much UK music and I'm like listening to so much like diversity in their music, so much originality, like they're experimenting with different sounds. Like when I first started listening to Heady One, it was because of the um the Top Boy soundtrack, right? Mm -hmm. but my man's always be saying Heady One, Heady One. And then when I listened to Heady, I was like, okay, I need to listen to this guy. I went back and listened to like all his music from like 2016 when he was really just doing drill music. So mm -hmm. like now listen to him like putting out like complete albums as well as the um then you know the uh this is probably my favorite album from him but the EP um too loyal for my own good and I'm like that was a straight R and B album like mm -hmm. it's a guy that's done mostly drill all his career but then here he is putting out like a straight like R and B album and then like bro it was fire like. I got this one. It was a long night and night bridge. Like it's so many tracks on there. Two chains, too loyal for my own good. Like it, it's so diverse. But then when you listen to American rappers, it's just like it's the same sound, rep repetitive lyrics. Like no real like experimenting with different sounds. There's only a select artist that really do that. Like Yachty, you know, definitely experiments. But I think that's what's kind of ruining the UK. I mean, the US market is like everybody sounds the same everybody's putting out the same type of music nobody's really challenging each other and they're all more so willing to work together as opposed to trying to compete with each other and i think over in the uk is like there's that competitiveness but at the same time now they're also realizing like we have to band together 
to expand and it's definitely paying off for them. Hell yeah. And even when people like Yachty and them do experiment a little bit, they can't really tap into like no deep shit a little bit or like, yeah, it's not as deep, you don't really have that homeland, that motherland connection either too, to like, well, they could still do it. Like that's, that could be an excuse, but they don't be knowing how to like play with the different sounds and shit either. That's what kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. So I'm definitely going to check this album out for real though. Cause I'll be fucking with the UK artists. I don't be on them that heavy, but the ones that I've listened to, they always like give me some some shit that's like a little deeper than just like money, clothes, and hoes. And they still rap about that too, but they just they, they add in a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? I think the sauce of most of them being like African and UK, especially when it comes to like more of the black artists, is like um, a factor. Probably also why I like kind of mess with them too, because like how <clears throat> they can connect on different levels, mm-hmm. like. Like kind of how Clay's saying, like with that connection, they can go and have an African style beat, an Afro beat, mm-hmm. I'm a monopino beat, and or jump on those type of records, and it's and it's cool. Where you you're not gonna hear Americans on that. I think the funniest comparison to me would be like, is uh, you see how when Drake get on different records, how he flip accents instead of mm-hmm. like just finding his own flow on it. Like I think that's the difference too. And like that genuine, that just being that genuine on the record like stands out. And that's also even though he be trying to, he be having like them ugly ass accents on his shit. The fact that he's from Toronto, like a very international city, Drake, that's also helped him out too. And that's why he be running shit too, because he has a respect for like different sounds. He grew up around a lot of different cultures. Yes, and, and his shooters are from there, so you can't diss him because his shooters let him have that, you know. He yeah, can do Jamaican accents and Somali accents because he has Jamaican and Somali shooters, allegedly. And that's kind of why recently I've like, um, if we talking like on like some American rap shit, I kind of just recently uh, have accepted. And I do think that Drake probably is the greatest ever because. Hey. No, seriously. I'm dead ass, man. Let's, let's, let's just relax a bit. It's only <laughs> I'm talking serious. about sexy red. And where are you going with this? Hold on, real quick. Hold on, real quick. Cause I'm not even mercy. I'm not even a Drake fan, bro. But he does like the Afrobeat shit. He does the pop shit. He does the house shit. He does like he can get on some trap shit. He can do all kinds of different sounds. He's been very consistent. He won a rap beef, and I just feel like there's no other rapper that. Yeah, he beat Ooh, Common. He, beat, he, he lost the rap beef. Yeah, he lost the Pusha T. He beat Common. I mean, that's Common. And, and Meek. And Meek. And Meek. Huh? He beat Meek. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. But I'm just saying, there's nobody that I, I've seen that can do, like, the down south trap shit, can do, like, the, Af- the Afro beat shit. He can do some pop shit, like, with Rihanna. Only one guy, but he died at 25. It, it was his competition. But Biggie. I played oh. I played one of my homies. I think it was Anthony. Yeah, shout out to Anthony, man. I played Anthony, the Biggie and Michael Jackson joined. He was like, hey, man, I never heard this before. Biggie's kind of going off. You think Biggie, Biggie would have went off on a Sunshine beat? I think so. He has the flavor. Biggie's Jamaican, so he could do the Caribbean stuff easy and not be called a biter because he's a real first-generation American. I think he's the only one that could have done it, but you know, I think Pac. I really, think Pac also because I think don't know about if I want to hear Biggie on. I don't want. I don't know if I want to hear Pac on a dancehall track, man. But Pac had those different roots as well. I mean, and then think about it. Pac was an actor. We the reason we kind of let really. Drake pass with this fucking <laughs> UK shit is because of this actor joint, bro. The way how he said mate 
and that freestyle, I was ready to, to, to cut that motherfucker off. But what Jamal <laughs> said is right. What Jamal said is true because he's from Toronto, which is London Jr., he can do get away with that because they have a big Jamaican influence, just like uh, you know, London, they have a big East African influence, so that's where he can get the sauce from. They got some bro, French shit right next door. Bro, you guys, you guys have watched on the radar freestyle. Look at Central C in the back. He's chuckling when Drake is doing all the accents and things like, hey man, this guy is sick. And I feel like that's what is the reason why he's the leader in like on the American side. Cause you can't you compete. With Drake trying to steal that. Try to steal the ad lib. All right. Yeah, hey man. He tried to take he tried to take the Woyoy from a popcorn. He's a sick man. He's been doing he, He's been copping. He's been a vulture for a while, but we just let that shit slide. Don't he got unruly tatted on him? Well, yeah, he signed. He signed Popcon. You know, just like he's a, also a member of the Free Band Taliban, and he's a member of every organization. EXO. Yeah, he's Boy Better Know. Best, you know, no, he got like a Boy Better Know tat or some shit. Yeah, he exactly. He's in Boy Better Know as well. He's in everything, man. But yeah, but definitely though the UK artists they can they're they're more creative and more innovative and they definitely are they're definitely better at making albums for sure in 2023. Um, unless no unless you're talking about the female rappers, then we we holding it down in America, especially with this young lady. I, I'm still skeptical of her. Not really. Uh, I finally figured out where she gets the money from to do her thing. This young lady, <laughs> sexy red. Jamal was first referencing her in March in one of our group chats. He said, hey, this girl calls herself the female Gucci man. And then, hey, she is Gucci man. That's why I like her. She has tapped into that 2006 to 2009 Gucci man flow. She's honoring that flow. And she just has a lot of flavor and style. And I don't mean to be disrespectful. I don't mean to only degrade a woman on her looks, but she makes good music. I don't care about her looks. I just like her personality. I like how she seems to be having fun. And like I said, she has captured that Gucci flow, especially when she said, your diamonds hella dingy. I say, hey, man, is that Gucci man for real? Is That's a girl? Hey, you can't be rapping. Like, she she's going too hard. She's representing St. Louis. I like that St. Louis has a female rapper that's gangster. And I didn't know there was banging banging that red like that, Claytis. Let, let us know about the streets of St. Louis. You, you knew that a little bit. You knew that a little bit. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, oh yeah, they are. They always been kind of red over there. Yeah, they are Cardinals, but nah, this is too much. What's going on, Claytis, no, you know, man? You have you been posted up in North St. Louis? You know, you know I have. You know, you know I'm a St. Louis lover, man. I lost my strip club virginity in St. Louis, okay? So I, I have a lot of love for that city. I might have probably been throwing ones on sexy without knowing it back in that day. <laughs> hey, man, I don't know. With, without giving y'all too much info, you know, we've heard of Pound Town and the club. We've heard it, you know. <laughs> oh, so what is this? You know, me being me, I love ratchet females, but, you know, I like to keep it classy as well. So certain things I don't want, you know, females to know that I enjoy listening to. <laughs> but I was out with with the, with you know with someone recently. We went to the wharf. We got lit. We hopped in the whip, and she started playing sexy red. And I'm I'm saying, 
and ski and I'm, I'm I'm the track was was in my soul so I'm like nah let this run she played a whole album I came home and I downloaded the album as well and to be quite honest it's getting more bumped than Uzi it even removed Uzi from my from my library recently that's how much I'm co-signing for guy, yeah yeah sexy red a man dog no this is a real story like um I, um it was like probably like two weekends ago um a girl hopped in my car and um because i was playing like a youtube video by the time she like when i was on the way to pick her and picking her up but when you get back in my whip it'll just play whatever you had playing last and when she got in um sexy red was playing and she looked at me and like had started cracking up like you've been listening to this i was like oh no nah, i mean you know i fuck with this joint you know a lot of you know try to play it off but yeah i picked up a young in the joint and I just immediately started playing so i kind of been on the same wave a little bit. It's definitely getting more bumped than that Uzi shit. It's getting more bumped than a lot of rappers, hey man. I I was looking straight a couple weeks ago, going to a cookout, and I was bumping Hellcats, SRTs, looking straight, okay, looking straight. Like my hat, with my bucket hat leaning to the right. Hey, I did. Hey, Marcus, you got the video right? <laughs> I, I sent Marcus a video of me <laughs> driving through Arlington. Hellcat SRT in my Hyundai. I don't have an SRT, all right? <laughs> I'm looking straight. I feel like I was driving an SRT, like it was Future dropping a newest track. Hey, That's man. how I was bumping the joint. Yeah, man, she's hard, man. Yeah, yeah, I was like, damn, I'm listening to this album longer than I thought I would. Like, Yeah, man, hey, the, that ain't my I, fault. I, I worked out to it. I worked out to it, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, man, I'm, the I'm looking for the holes. Yeah, it ain't my fault. Remake is fire. And you know I couldn't I believe like that. Remakes, but it's fire. I, I could I was like, wow, somebody actually did this remix. Even even like, the nobody nacho, touches even that the nacho track. Nacho. Shout out the Rocco Nachos. Nacho. 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 Whoa, 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 Oh, you heard that? She redid Rocco. Yeah, she redid Nachos, man. She picked what the fuck going on in St. Louis. You know St. Louis is Atlanta's cousin. They Mitchell picked she... even in the playlist. Yeah, Nacho <laughs> is, is what is she one. picked some niche, some some dope niche shit. Like she yeah, got like she a, knows. a Chief Keef remake. Like she knows how to like pick shit. Like that's what like drew me to her when I first seen her like a few months ago. I'm like, yo, she redid a Chief Keef joint and Gucci joint. So like even listening to the tracks is like they're not all like, oh, I'm a bitch. I just shake ass, pay me to have sex, but like. There was one track I, was, I think it was female Gucci Man. I forgot what track it was, and I'm like, nah, this this young is spitting verses. I think it was Hellcat <laughs> SRT though. I'm like, nah, she's really spitting. Like, it's, she's not just saying, give me money. Like, this young is telling you yeah, why exactly. She, she doesn't just do sex worker rap like, and why she's in the streets. Yeah, I'm like, she's a real field girl. Like, she was saying like, ratchet pussy, like ratchet girls trying to hide a pussy. I was like, yeah, you see. Show that pussy. Whoa, well, you here. see? Well, is that is that bars to us, Jamal? <laughs> Show uh, that I'm pussy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find the, the, the lyrics for that. <laughs> so, uh, y'all like sexy red more than ice spice? Yeah, easy, easy. Hey, I'd rather e date ice hey, spice, on, but man. I'd rather what? listen to sexy red. And Glorilla's out of here, right? Sexy red kicked her out the way. Hey, hey, shout out to Anthony. I've, I've referenced him a couple times hey. on the pod already. He sent me a a video of Glorilla at Rolling Loud. She threw her sunglasses at a fan and had her team ran to the fan to get the glasses back. And he said, 
trash performer. Yes, Glorilla's out of here, man. <laughs> can't can can I be problematic on this ahead, Glorilla situation? This is before, what Chopper Super is about, man. Before sexy red, I I I'll talk about that. I'm just be honest. I can't listen to Gorilla, bro. I do not want to hear Pop Smoke reincarnated in a female. <laughs> like, I I can't do it, bro. That's that another that reason. Yeah. But you... I will say this though. Um, on sexy red, I so it was actually to me a challenge because again, I was just being a regular dude. I heard I hit a pound town joint in the club. I really go to the bathroom around that time. Or I go to the bar. Um, but yeah, y'all told me to listen to the ski weed record. It was solid. Um, the hell ski, man, ski weeds the AKs. Please, Marcus. Come on, man. you know homecoming <laughs> is in a couple months. Excuse me, I don't want to get sliced up. Um, yeah, Hellcats. Yeah, no, right? Hellcats and SRTs. I ain't gonna lie. I started this. That's when I said, God damn, they be rapping like OC Gooch. Like it was some real walk type of flow coming from Lil Shouty. And like, again, like it's just ratchet. It's just ratchet rap. So I can, I mean, again, I'm around ratchet birds. So I, I, I can, I can tolerate it. But um, I just listened to that Nacho record. That, that was actually kind of hard hearing a female perspective on that because like Rocco did it in a different era but for her to do that in this era and then apply it correctly I think that kind of hard and I did just hear that line that Clay was talking about sound like some um <laughs> that's not your name you but you... pussy hole we all grown yeah yeah she said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not your nigga but you trying to hide that pussy go get you some dick hoe that's pretty wild I like that let me read this to y'all. This is from the Apple Music uh, description. This is how sick it is. I'm just reading the last two sentences. And then there's Born by the River, possibly the only song in recorded history to use a Sam Cooke civil rights anthem as a jumping off point for a tale of hustling drug dealers for snow crabs and Hennessy. It's sexy world, it's sexy red's world, and we're just lucky to live in it. She's even flipping Sam Cook for nonsense and it's fire with Sukiana, man. Hey, I don't know, man. She's good. Shout out to Larry Jackson and Apple Music for putting money in this young lady. Snow Who's her producer? Well, Tay Keith gave did three beats, you know, because Larry Jackson has that budget. And then it's a, and then, huh? Didn't Juicy do one? Yeah, Juicy J, uh, he did. I think she sampled the old 36 joint. The Strictly for the, no, Sexy Walk, I think, is the Juicy J one. Then Strictly for the Strippers. ATL Jacob pulls up, too. She got all the stars, man. Yeah. The, all the legendary lie. Southern producers and then the new Dons doing their thing, too, like Tay Keith. She asked for them, like, Zaytoven 2000 yeah. Gucci records. Whatever yeah. people yeah. had left over for Gucci because, like, <laughs> them shits was hard, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I was beating them just in the car when I was smoking before the pod. I was like, God damn. Whoa. Hey, man, <laughs> I like when she said he liked my arch because I'm from St. Louis. I was like, oh, yeah, they do got the arch. It seems like the Memphis sound works very well for the ladies. Yeah, that's a good point. And um, well said as well, Marcus, about not liking raspy-voiced women. 
because that seems to be what's going on in New York, and I'm not really feeling any of them. I like Ice Spice because she's pretty. She's nice to look at, but her raps ain't really that good. I didn't listen. I forgot her deluxe came out on Friday. I saw the video of Delhi today, and the video is better on mute. I see women are now trying to get into that dance trend. The club rap joint, hey, turn it in, some of y'all. But uh, do you guys have a recent example of an industry plant? Because Jamal and I have been discussing this for a couple weeks. This is when I was trying to figure out who is paying for Sexy Red. Why are they hiding her label? And, you know, an industry plant gets a negative connotation because it's supposedly a person that has been created to match the trends going on in the industry. You know, Jamal made up a ref, uh, he brought up the point about um, what's the boys, new kids on the block being the white version of new edition, you know? Or, and then I brought up like Vanilla Ice was the black version of MC Hammer. You know, we seen even like, I would call someone like Sweetie an industry plant. She didn't tell us for sure was her cousin for a long time. And you can tell she don't really love music. She ain't a real rapper. She's just a pretty girl that they try to give that ratchet imagery to. You go get some writers and then you can get a couple hits. You don't have to be a real artist. You can even argue that Cardi B in some aspects is an industry plant, even though she was grinding, she did really work her ass off to become a musician. But just the, the wave that we see now from social media to music is like a joke. People don't take music seriously. And that's another reason why American music has fallen off because it's just the hustle. Like DDG is a YouTuber turned rapper. What is that? <laughs> yeah, that's and, and, and he and he beats on females. Uh, he's another one. Uh, that's a series Jamal and I have been going through behind the scenes about basketball and football players and domestic violence. That's another story for another day. But <laughs> I definitely agree with the Ice Spice being a plant because. I, it was this. Um, hey, hey, I didn't say Spice was a plant. Hey, man, oh, no, she's a go plant. ahead and she's, stand on that ledge by yourself. That's my certified, Nigerian queen. Okay, she she's a certified plant because I'm, and I even had a little beef with Sench about this drink. So one day I was playing the, not I think it was like the Boys of Liar, but it's like a, a different cover, and I forgot the original track is by Pink Panthers. So I go to Pink Panthers page. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I played the drink all the way to work. I was I was a happy guy in the office. Okay, I didn't know that Cinch was stealing her track and remember. Yeah. yeah, I was I was listening to this girl for almost the whole day, texting Shadi like, "How come you never put me onto this girl?" So right now, bro, the, the youngest got it. It's another plan is NLE Chopper. I don't know what he does. I don't know where he came from. Yeah, he's yeah. a Memphis. I kid. agree. I but agree, I mean, bro. I mean, that he's a, he's an artist. I don't know how he make that many CDs a year, bro. <laughs> and I never believe his workers? street. I never believe I, his street shit either. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. The CDs always do numbers. That's what's so funny. Like he be popping on the records. I went platinum. I went multi gold. I did this. If if the shit true. The, the, what? Who the fuck is that? Who the kids? New hey, future? Hey, Marcus, multi gold is. Whoa, 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 Marcus, take that line back. <laughs> We've had this discussion before. 
Niggas tried to replace Future, bro. They don't like Future. Yeah, a few times that is true. They they've been trying to delete, it's and that's probably it. why that's probably why Jamal would make fun of me back in the days for being a big Future fan because he'd be like, "Hey, man, you you be acting like you be working hard. You always have to defend him because Jamal, you know too. They've tried to delete him like five times. They tried to say Two Chains was better than him and get him they out. Said Dirt yeah. was the new then Future. They said Rich Gang was. They said Young Thug. Tommy Kwan. Tommy Kwan was getting him out. Then they said Migos was gonna kill him. Then Never they said happened. Designer was gonna kill him. Oh, they yeah, were trying yeah. to get rid of him for a long time. Of course, a little baby. You know that. Yeah, little they, Atlanta created little baby to kill Future. That's Marcus. Little baby. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? See, this is why Marcus is. I'm happy Marcus is here. Marcus. You are from the west side from of Atlanta. You you are plugged in with Oakland City. Tell us, how did you guys create Little Baby? Was it in Street Exec Studios when y'all started? <laughs> a phone. Hey, look, I, I used to be an OCP resident, man. Uh, that is not my hood. I'm a dead lab boy down the street for that. But uh, from the story, yeah, them boys discovered him in uh, Techniques. Honestly, you should be blaming Gucci. Gucci the one that put money behind him. Yeah, but see, Gucci went to jail. Okay, but this is where I knew Little Baby was an industry plant, Jamal, because like Marcus referenced Gucci, Little Baby, he said in an interview, yeah, I put out a little 10-second snippet, and then Gucci said, that's so hard, I want to sign you. Then there was a bidding war for me, and I didn't even have a song out yet. I said, hey, man, that's an industry plant. What do you mean you had a bidding war with no Hold on, hold on, hold on, but but, all right, so... The same story is the is what I was told for Lil' Key that Thug heard two minutes freestyle uh, and his mama told him to sign him at any cost. Because that's because that because he just like you, Thug. Yeah, make money off of him. And they from Cleveland Avenue. Um, hey man. Hey, I, I don't believe baby no plant. I actually think Jack Harlow was a damn plant. Um I thought, uh, hey, no, nah, like, you guys see how little he's trying to deflect from little baby. See, because he's from Atlanta, I forgot they can't admit it. You guys created him, didn't Young Thug say, Yeah, me and Gunner were teaching him how to rap? You guys were really working with this yeah, guy, yeah, he was writing his lyrics. Y'all was a plan, y'all really planted him, and now yeah. y'all calling my boy Watts. Like, what's up with that? He is cooked because he's I'm not here, a let's be honest. Nah, yeah, he out of here. Let's be honest, <laughs> man. I, I, I'm tired of hearing you about trying to stay on top. Okay. Why y'all you saying so fast? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was never really a real baby fan. Yeah, like. I was never big on baby. I was only fucking with baby in a club. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you, Cletus. In a club, that's my nigga. But outside, I was looking straight. But Marcus, I gotta ask you this. Do you think that um the production style is the reason? Because yeah, I'm joking that he's a plant. I just think that he was a cool dude in the street that people liked and wanted to see him win because they thought that he had the charisma and personality to be a star because he was i've seen people like that i've grown up with people like that that you know they got a certain aura like hey man you in the streets man you should be a rapper you too cool people like you you should be something else try to be legit so i could see how little baby got that love but do you think that this phase he's going through is because he's looking for the check or is it just because He's in an artistic rut because keep getting the same beats, using the same flow. He's talented enough to rap on different type of stuff, but I don't get it. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, again, 
I guess you called me on this to 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 shake the boat because I'm gonna say this. I think if you realize anybody from the city that came out outside of Ghana, you know who they need around them. Okay, <laughs> there was a meme going around a couple last week, and it was saying, "What was Thug showing you on that screen?" Oh, uh, it's a little Dirk. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Think about that, right? The swag is left, yeah. little baby. Since since Thug been inside, he there's no more talk of you linking with Future doing the co- collabo. Yeah, I haven't seen Future around that boy in a while, man. Cause Thug's not around. Like I'm not saying that niggas don't fuck with Baby, but I'm just Word. gonna say, like I think Thug was the connecting piece for a lot of people. I think that him bringing different producers around Baby helped because again, like. Like how you said, baby got the same producers, and you got no disrespect to P and, and the guys over there at QC, but they just gonna tell you to make the money. They they don't care about the creativity. They don't care yeah. about if this it, about your legacy in a sense. Yeah, they, they just want to make the bread. And so like it, it gonna be on him to be to be the artist and say shit. I gotta switch it up because right now he don't came out with with the same song three different times. And like you can't keep relaunching um singles because from what from what I heard the tour ain't doing as well. So you had to add gorilla. Canceled, canceled. No, you had to add gorilla <laughs> and you added Rallo so you can keep them shows on and then you lowering them tickets sales. So I mean they in that sense, it should let you know it should be a reality check. That's what I feel about it. Like he yeah, he do gotta switch it up, man. I feel I like agree with you with that whole um thug being the link because even Gunner was like, you know, I only know bro through through thug and then even like the producers, just like that whole environment of like, you know, whether it's Fuge, Dirk, um, baby, like it's like thug is the main connect through all of them. So like, yeah, for sure, like thug not being around has definitely hurt a lot of the guys because they don't have that pull to like reach out to this guy or like reach out to this producer and be like, yo, I need you. Like Doug has definitely been a middleman and they're hurting, bro. Even Dirk, he had to like cancel more of his tours and they want to use the sickness, you know, as an excuse, but <laughs> basically you're not, you're not selling, bro. People it's are not going to pay like $200 for you. Like, come on, bro. I, I feel like, I feel like baby's just like two street, honestly. Like to me, out of everybody we just named, I feel like he's the one that's, the most fresh out the street, but he's and getting hugged like, up by Michael Rubin and his white boys. Come on, man. That's true, but Where I just feel like you? I feel like he don't like his his uh, ear is just so street. He can't really do like a like it's a random song, but like "Extra Love" by Future. That's like a fucking Miami Beach type of on a yacht type of what song. What about like his he, song "California Breeze"? That seems to be like the song on his last album that people enjoyed the most. That joint was hard. Yeah, that's a smooth track. I just feel like if he's gonna be so street, you gotta be like Gucci to the point where like Gucci was like a party rocker rapper as well. Like he was very street, but he did shit in like the Atlanta vein. Like to me, Atlanta was. What do you mean good. by that? Like to me, Atlanta was always good at making party records, even though they were street. Yeah, that's true. Phone. Like wasted, freaky girl. Those are great party songs. Lemonade. Even lemonade. Like, yeah, uh, shirt party. off, shirt off was a like a dope party song. It is take my and shirt I, off and all those. I mean, that's why Playboy Cardi needed it in the 2020s. 
And then I feel like Baby might be going through that Jeezy shit where he's kind of becoming like too good of a rapper, where he's getting too technical and he's like losing his swag. Like on the freestyle, he sounds like a basic rapper, but that joint goes. Like he's kind of just he's more raw with it. I feel like he's using losing his rawness. Marcus, even is you rolling, bitch? I might be. That's why I like Sexy Red. She makes that party street music. That's funny. But, but I would say this though, like Baby made hood. He made the hood club records. Like he made the the Gucci record. I think the problem is recently why why again the more new like how you said the freestyle that's not a Gucci hood yeah that's record. that's a that's just it's me mainstream yeah yeah it's like it's like I'm trying to be mainstream like them other what's that the merch the merch madness that's trying to be mainstream that's a Michael it's Rubin hugging track Michael Rubin paid yeah. to do that. I'm not gonna lie, like uh, um, he he need to link with different people. Like think about who he linked with on the last CD, Nardo, somebody named Friday, like, and then you got uh another Rallo feature, Jeremiah feature, Pushyasty. It's not people that like kind of like rap similar styles or like balance him out outside of the future record and the third record. I think his best his best flow was kind of around the Gunner era. And if you can't recreate that, you you might be, I'm not going to say you done, but you might have to find a different lane with it. And Gunner was saucy too. That's, yeah, that's a different not a coincidence like... that that's his best flow. And I was telling people for a while that I was mad at Gunner for avoiding, not avoiding, but leaving Hood Rich Pablo Juan to be little baby's friend. Because realistically, Gunner and Pablo Juan were the best for each other. They were the coolest. They were the smoothest. They're, Almighty, they're both the Crips. They were the ones that were having the most fun. But I got it. Gunna wanted to be with Little Baby because they're both the stars. And then Little Baby leaves you for Dirk, a guy that's also had to change his style and become a sad piano man. And then you got two piano men being sad, and now they both fell off. I'm gonna be honest. I never understood how Dirk got down here and linked with everybody. Well, down how there. he like, got bro. here? You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. Oh, you didn't. Well, you know, you know, everybody gets ran out of their hood. He got ran out. Hey, man, and Atlanta is like Chicago too. Atlanta, bro. Atlanta is like Chicago too. Yeah, or I mean, Chicago or which Atlanta too. We got shot over there, Con Conway, right? Recently. Conway. Yeah. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, Griselda good down here though. Um, but even though West I live in Cobb, like Aquaworth, they good down here. He they still signed to that. He still signed out that low nigga from Atlanta. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> that blood kid. Where is he? Yeah, he do. He do still got him. I forgot all about that. Dude. That's his security. Yeah. That's why. That's why you said he's good. I was like, yeah, I knew he still signed. I knew it. He was like, this is all six hottest dude. But I was about to say this too. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think Baby linked with the right folks in Atlanta. Like, why you don't got Baby? Uh, what is it? Baby Drill or Baby Trill? Like. Link with the young with the younger dudes that's running the city, and mm -hmm. I think that would that would help him. He trying to he trying to move away from that. He trying to do a pull the meat meals. Honestly, him and meat meals kind stuff. of yeah. He pulling the Jeezy meat meal. Shit. Yeah, like I'm a, I'm I'm gonna distance myself. I don't made some money now. Like I'm gonna try to rap about different shit now. I we think know allegedly. Thing, I think another thing that hurt him that. We aren't referencing that, Marcus, you touched on it a little bit, Jamal, you did too, about, you know, linking up with the right people. 
four two Doug going to jail hurt him a lot. Yeah. He needs that. He needs young niggas to give him sauce, just like all rappers do. When you become big, you need to have the young niggas around you. That's why he hangs out with Rilo more because he used to kick it with four two Doug the most. Because four two Doug is his crib brother. Like think about it. when he made We Paid, who was on the song. When he made Grace, who's on the song with him. Four two Doug, he needed him. When he was uh, even when he linked up with V's, it's because of four two Doug. Like. He needed him, and I think missing out on that too, like you said, having better rapper friends. Like, who is this guy, Little Dan? Is that his real brother? Is that his friend from the hood? Who is that guy? You know, I, I gotta know. keep data based on all the guys named Dan out here, especially Black Dan's. You don't know who that is, Marcus Cletus. Do you know who Little Dan? I know, is? I know. Well, Sersky, you say you know him. You know no, him. Sir. No, sir. What Clay said, no, sir. Okay. Uh, I, I, what I see on Little Dan is not what I want to know. <laughs> this is a Mexican rapper. And I don't think that's it. Nah, it's not. Because <laughs> that's the because everybody was saying Little Baby was washed. He's washed because he put out that new snippet on the Detroit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Little Baby Brother. Yeah, Little Dan oh, is Little, little Dan. Baby that's oh, a, that's The one that snippet? Yeah, the one that he threw the line at Gunna, it's on Little Dan's song. It's called like Family Freestyle or something. That's his real brother. Yeah, Family Freestyle. This is real, bro. He counted oh. with Millie. So it wasn't right. his name before G5. And then because of the snitching allegation. Hey, man. Hey. 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. It's in the paperwork. Hey. Little Dan is G5. Yeah, uh, he branded a name. Well, uh, well, speaking of telling. Did Boston Richie really snitch? Yeah, and then we got another one too. I I think so. Yeah, it seems because like that new that track you got with the in the family locker room kind of cranks. I don't know, bro. People, you got family shut down. You yeah, got people saying they didn't like niggas lost their scholarships. That joint niggas that joint kind of crank. I'm not gonna lie. I hope it pays for the scholarships. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's why the coach Willie Simmons shut it down. Marcus, he said y'all got a snitch in my locker room. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I think he told and another person, uh Marcus, you referenced him before the pod. Uh he's on the valet project, he does his thing. Oh three Greedo, he's another person that that white man 1090 Jake is saying is a tattletale. Oh yeah, hmm. Marcus, you didn't know about that. They said oh three Greedo might have been a tattletale, that's why he got out early. Oh man, I was about to say, I remember when he did the record with Gibbs. I just re had listened to it. That's why I made that mention. I heard him on the um, valet, and when he was saying he had a decade, and I, I started to think about time. I was like, that ain't been no damn decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was saying this like 20 something years, and he came out after like five. Yeah, so 03 Greedo, if you guys starting to wear out there, he's a talented rapper from Watts, Grape Street. Uh, you know, he's been around for a long time. Most notably around 2017, 18 is when he got notoriety. He had songs with uh Uzi, PMB Rock, Rest in Peace. He has projects with uh DJ Mustard, Kenny Beats, Travis hey, Parker. Yeah, uh, Ron Ron, shout out. He's put out two projects this year. 303 was when he was in jail. And then halfway there was when he got out and was in the halfway house. The problem with 03 Greedo is that he's talented, but 
Claytis, he thinks he's little B, okay? These projects be having 35, 40 tracks. I don't have time for all that. But I do like his style, how weird he is. I like that he produces his own music. But it's tricky, man. You know, when you're a street rapper and you allegedly told and you got tattoos on your face, you can't get away with that, Jamal. And he, he's, his music, he's just a little too unneat with his shit. Like, kind of like said, with... You called him uh, back in the day, not even a few months ago, you referenced him. You said he was a YSL member to you. To me, he kind of reminds me of YSL. He, remind, he reminds me of like a more street... Like, he kind of his voice reminds me of Don Tolliver sometimes. And um, I just feel like he would be better if he had like uh executive producer type of person that could like kind of contain him. He's like he he he's a little bit all over the place sometimes. And I, I feel like if somebody was be able to just pick out like the best shit and then kind of clean it up, I think he would be even better because he's very talented and he can he's almost he's a chameleon too. He can do any type of style and he can have fun and all that kind of shit. But he's just a little too unneat with his presentation of his albums and his music. That's why my favorite projects of his are the ones with DJ Mustard and with Ron Ron. When he has a West Coast producer that understands his style and his sound and can fine tune the project to make it a cohesive experience. That's him at his best. But I do also like because he makes a lot of his own beats. Check out this song called... Uh, Pacific Ocean. That's one of his joints. Hey, Claytis, that track will want you, will make you want to get a drop top vehicle. Okay, the youngins like the track as well because he be singing his heart out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think he is a talented guy. And West Coast rap is in an interesting place because their leaders are Tyler the Creator and Doja Cat. So yeah, when you got those people being your leaders, even though they have big fan bases they're talented they're versatile i don't know if you know it doesn't represent the quote-unquote streets he of dis- la he disrespected kendrick and he even though he got that hill Man, you know that brother drops every half decade i'm not i forgot about him because he only drops every once every seven years come on man Hey, it man, seems he, like the West Coast always ends up in a weird spot, always throughout. Their like, best niggas don't work hard enough. That's literally why. You and know, the sound is too like different from everybody else. Like how I said before, like a Chicago nigga could connect with like a DC, Philly, Atlanta nigga easier, and like a West Coast nigga, they're totally different. They wear chucks and vans and shit, and like they're just totally different from everybody else. And the reason why I say their best niggas don't work hard is just because. Dr. Dre would take seven years to make an album and Kendrick takes five. And when you look at the people that lead uh area, it's the hard workers that last. I've mentioned this before, but look at previous generations. Marcus, you're a real music lover. You old school. You can even ask your dad, man. Ask the OGs around you. You too, Jamal. You know me, Claytis. We we first generation Americans. So we can't have the same experience. But ask your OGs about why, hey, ask them, yo, why was why is Prince's impact in music arguably bigger than Michael Jackson? It's just because Michael Jackson would drop every seven years, Prince would drop every year. Why is James Brown and Parliament Fungadelic the most sampled people ever in hip-hop? Because they dropped the most music. They dropped every year. Like, that's the influence. Even... Female artist, Aretha Franklin is the queen of soul because she used to drop every year. Like, 
that's who inspires the next generation. Why do we love Lil Wayne and Gucci so much? Because when we were younger, they were always reliable. We could con- we can count on them to drop. Even Kanye, he used to drop for us every year. Jay-Z, you didn't even have to be a Jay-Z fan. You knew he was going to drop every year. Like, we're losing that in rap. And when you have talented people not giving us consistent products, then we're going to look at other people and that's who's going to be more influential, the people that aren't arguably as talented. but uh, Like the GOAT Drake. Exactly, yeah. Drake, I'm not as talented as Kendrick. I'm not, I don't make better albums than you, but I work harder than you, so my influence is going to be bigger because I'm here every year, nigga. That's what happens. Like That's why Atlanta took over. Marcus, Atlanta, y'all the hardest workers. Remember live mixtapes? You could go on every day before class and get a new mixtape from somebody. Pee Wee, <laughs> Jose Guapo, it don't but matter. You Gucci was dropping it. tapes like every month in prison. Like I was not knowing what was new or not, bro. I was just playing it because it said Gucci on it. You don't get that no more. Yeah, we packaging tapes with two new songs. <laughs> yeah, come on, hey man, they used to hit us with that trick bag. Especially a hey, Claytis. You remember this, Jamal Marcus? Remember the mixtapes hosted by so and so with. Two oh, yeah. old songs and one new song, yeah. and, me, and then a couple interludes, and I act like it's my mixtape. Hey, Will Chamberlain. Yeah, exactly. That's not a real official mixtape, I don't think, in the Gucci catalog, but it is official in the hood. Yeah, exactly. The hood is yeah. official. The same thing is like those the Little Wayne Louisiana Mool and all that. The drought is over. Isn't the real series, but it is to us. We love it too. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I remember when um somebody first told me about the Madonna Lil Wayne record, and they was like, "Yeah, it's on Louisiana something something part six. And I say, "God damn, I didn't know they had that motherfucker." <laughs> I was like, "I'm useless to the drought squad." Exactly, like, squad up. Yeah, the, reg- the, the, the like regular the regular Yeah, like what, what you talking about over there? Yeah, man, but uh. Hey, I would say this about Greedo. It's funny that you didn't say I'm more of a fan of, of the Kenny Beats uh era, like that that O3 when he when he got into that groove, when he linked with Freddie, um, because honestly he inspired Freddie to sing. Um, I thought he was honestly <laughs> this some real Atlanta shit. Greedo was the schoolboy of the West Side when he was in his prime. And if you don't know what I mean by uh, schoolboy, the whole rapping and singing shit, we was already doing that down here before Drizzy came. And and that was a schoolboy thing. Like yeah, rich kids, yeah. Schooly, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, schooly, that's, that's my, your brother. Yeah, my art, my schoolie, my famo, um, just dropped the CD last week. Um, yeah, man, they, uh, Shaw to God, all my guys, man, RK family, but yeah. Um, I think O3 was that dude that was singing and that was singing and rapping, even though he knew he couldn't really sing. Like he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's, that's kind of yeah, that's what made it hot. And then like some of the shit that he was saying would be comical. Like he didn't never really take himself too serious. And I, that's why I was like fucking with like like with him. So the newer stuff, it's kind of questionable. Like it when he <laughs> when I listen to it, it don't even sound like he comfortable. Being outside, like he just doing it so he can get somebody to scream it to make bread. Honestly, that's the way I feel about it. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, 
hopefully he can get back to the old groove. Or uh, I mean, or do whatever he got to do. I just might stop listening to him. And Marcus and Draco died. Shoreline's not popping either. There was like a little wave. At, Shoreline at Mafia doesn't exist anymore. They broke up too. I'm just saying, like when Greedo was really going off, though Shoreline was doing their thing. Draco was out. Blue Bucks was coming up. They had like a new LA type of wave. Yeah, and his Vallejo boys were still a group. They broke up too. So yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, the California rap scene has changed. Uh, Marcus, this is an I don't know if you're aware of this, but. O three Greedo used to hang out in Atlanta a lot when his uh you know hustling days. Uh, you know who his friend is, and this is real Atlanta. Man, man is his buddy. <laughs> man, man, savage. Yeah, that's his brother. <laughs> I thought when you said man, man, I was like, wait, man, man from NSU? No, nah, no, nah, hey, man, you know every hood has a man, man. I think Kendrick okay. Lamar in his hood, he's man, man. So you know everybody has a man, man in the hood. You know, when I was growing up, I was Dan Dan, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> what happened was, to Key? What happened to Key? How can he? Hey just... man, my boy Fat Man Key just got out of rehab a couple months ago. Mm, he still okay, be making, okay. and he got a new song. Honestly, he just had that. Um, he had he honestly, I feel like he 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 should get credit in the rap game for putting motherfuckers on because he he gave the game to nine. He gave my efforts, Jace. What is that? Right now, he just gave Don Tolliver Tony Snow. Like, <laughs> bro, he's a doc connector. He's yeah, a doc like, connector. Bro, needs some type of credit for real. Then he real. used to write for Juicy J. Allegedly, facts, facts. Yeah. He get allegedly he 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 supposedly gave Future the inspiration for trap music. That's the reason yeah, he was for in trap the video. niggas. Yeah, that's why he put them in the video. Yeah, him in Twenty One. Yeah. So like, bro, needs some credit before when it when it's all said and done. He that background dude that be like giving the people like the inspiration and shit. Yeah, and it seems I don't know if it's true because I don't know him. Marcus, you're more aware of him because you're from the same city. Y'all know a lot of the same people. And he's in our generation too. We have a similar age group. Is it true that he kind of because you did say rehab, so of course personal issues too, but is it true that one reason that why he didn't advance as much as he should is that he was an asshole to too many people? Or do you oh, think yeah. it's a part of just the drugs? Oh yeah, facts. I think it's a part. It's a both. Like I think the drugs get let you make you be on that type of shit when you're on them benders. Yeah, you ain't gonna be able to be people to work with you. And most of the situations that most folks talk about with them is like, um, what was that? Uh, what's the damn producer that took two nine? Um, oh, Mike you, Will. Yeah, Mike Will kind of said like when he when he signed him, he kind of had to be honest. Was like. They gonna sign without him because he was too much of a loud wire. Yeah. Like and, and what is that? He don't have other situations where he was supposed to get signed. Or back. Yeah, he what is was that? on he ASAP fucked. mind. That's yeah, the thing. So like, he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be part of the mob. He yeah, was supposed to do a part two era. Yeah. He was supposed to do a part two with Kenny Beats. He fucked that up. Oh yeah. Like, he pulled. He pulled the Gucci when Gucci used to go on them benders. He kind of did that. So, like, I think he kind of, and he always kept saying, like, hey, I'm going to find me another one. Like, and I think that's, that, too, fucked up a lot of connections. Like, mm-hmm. you can't keep saying you're going to find another one, bro. It's only so many hits that you get that everybody going to have, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah, I, I liked Key. I was a fan of his. I liked how energetic and his character and his flows, his cadences, 
he was a real artist, man, Keyonce. But uh, I think with him, like you mentioned, it is the personal issues. And yeah, it was also, I'll make another one because there was a time when, hey, I'm working with father, father gets hot, hot, hot. I work with McConan, McConan gets hot. I work with OG Mako, he gets hot. And then it's never his turn, though. Who was that other dude that uh, Uzi was mad at? Or he was mad at Uzi all the time, the skateboarder. Reese? <laughs> yeah, I had, yeah. I had beef with, bro. You had beef with Reese, too, the diva? Yeah, bro, that fucking poser. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> seemed like he was... It seemed like from the outside looking in, he was kind of in that same kind of influencer background nigga type of way, but... I, I never really knew too much about Reese. I think he saw Rich. I think he saw Rich the kid and said, "Hey, man, I'm a skater too. I should rap." Oh, damn! It's too late for me. Mm. Am I wrong in that, Marcus? What happened with Reese, man? Man, Reese LaFedge had a CD this year, Diva Volume Four. Um, like I said, I had beef with bro on the social media network because I had called him out. Um, what was that? I had called him out at oh eight eighteen. He that was when he was uh trying to take the sauce from young bands, and I was like, Man, why would young bands link with bruh? And, and <laughs> you know, what I mean, band puppy going up, bruh took offense, and he, he was like, Trying to say, Give me the address, not knowing like we got similar homeboys. Like, I ain't gonna name their name because you know, what I mean, but yeah. yeah, we got similar homeboys, man. Like, so like it was never you was never gonna be able to pull up on but like his flow to me was like always it was never gonna like I don't know he was another dude that was always cool with everybody yeah because I remember he had that one young thug feature and he thought that feature was gonna like make him pop but like <laughs> no bro like you gotta have talent as well like yeah and he even had a gunner song drip like that he even had gunner in the video he's he even was like, hey, man, the Gunner's lingo is called Drip. So I, if I make a song called Drip like that, it's got to work. I like Gunner's verse. Yeah. I like the beat. But yeah, that song didn't go nowhere. Swag rapper. That's what I would call Reese. Swag mm -hmm. skateboard rapper. That's what it was. And I thought Bands was going to be next when he had like the, his little run. I was like excited about young Bands. Uh, thought... Bands was geeked up in love with his girl. And was not serious about life. He was fighting cases, man. He fought a case and then he yeah, beat the academics. Case. Yeah, he beat with academics. He fought the case. He beat the case. Then he got caught up in another case. And then he flopped. And yeah, see, academics called him an industry plant because he tried to say Young Bands was on a major label, but he's hiding it. He has all these big features and he flopped. He didn't even sell. 5,000 the first week. So, yeah, that's what killed his career. DJ Academics, it all comes full circle. Being called an industry plan and flopping killed his career. And real quick, Ola Run, is he in jail or something? Where is he at? I thought he was still alive. That boy in jail. He, yeah, I he thought so. Violated I thought parole so. as soon as he had got out. Yeah, I just guessed it because he just seemed like he's kind of trenchy for real. Honestly, <laughs> bro, his time, honestly, I think I told Dan this. He should have signed with Gucci. Yeah. Even though signing with Gucci usually means you go to jail, at least <laughs> you could have sold a CD. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Uno, the activists, and um, mm. Thousand Band Fonny, they're just they're gone. They're done forever. 
No, Uno just is releasing records. Uh, I like Uno. I like Uno and Fani, honestly. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Respect to those guys, but they should have signed the opium. They oh, shouldn't have tried to. You can't do it, brother. Even yeah, Young you Scooter should... didn't sign a free band still. Yeah, you 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 should have did that. You should have kept that link. You shouldn't have swapped on um on Cardi. Yeah, I agree. But they didn't. Their theory is they didn't swap on Cardi. Cardi swapped on them. He t- they think does... he took their style and left. Yeah, Cardi does. Oh, what he always. Does. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Cardi does take sauce. He takes... If anybody, if anybody know Ken Carson and Dan, I ain't gonna lie. Put me on that he was taking breath swag, and then when he I went. <laughs> I went to the concert and I saw how bro, how Ken Carson had the crowd and he had the hood niggas from East Atlanta with blonde dreads, smoking big gas, getting lit for him. And I was like, oh, this is what Cardi wished he could be. Yeah. Mm. He took it. Yeah, he took the sauce and he ran with it. And now, now Destroy is bigger than Ken Carson. And, and you see he trying to take Destroy swag by wearing this fucking security mm. bullshit at rolling loud like what was up with them swags <laughs> and why is little uzi vert hanging out with the opium guys more than playboy cardi and now you know who they getting the swag from oh yeah he needs the yeah whoa so now he needs to get cardi swag too from there from the, his artist uzi need help bad he's trying he to figure cares. it out Marcus is a real brother from Zone 3. How does it feel to see this man from Philadelphia trying to be like a Zone 3 legend in Jeffrey Williams, man? Barter 16? Hey, man, I've been seeing this shit from, from the beginning, from um, what was that? Hold on. Let me go back. Let me pull up this first Uzi, this uh, first, when we was listening to 7 a.m. On, on Big Racks, when he went the yeah. Mm-hmm. Uzi say mm-hmm. two bars. Yeah, he said you've been seeing him copy since then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back <laughs> then, I knew Thug was his big bro. Okay, no, throw that. I mean, and then kind of he kind of mirrored Thug and his uh and his like and his little story arc as well. Even though he didn't release a full rock CD like Thug, we know what the fuck that Pink album was. You yeah. wanted to get that rock shit off, so you said the first CD, first part of this CD, I'm gonna give the N words what they want. Second part, you did a goddamn WWE thing. Okay, I know oh, y'all man. don't. No, no, I know Dan them don't know this. He did Shinsuke Nakamura. Nah, yeah, oh, I, heard I, heard yeah I heard about that. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't okay. know whose beat that was because you know. You know, Marcus, I'm I'm still trying to rap on the two cool beat. You yeah, yeah, yeah. fly to dick. I'm trying to rap on that beat now. Yeah, my man redid Shinsuke Nakamura, a Japanese wrestler in the WWE, redid his theme song. Like that's when I knew he was on something different. Okay. Then you got Naruto samples in on the CD. Like I, I knew you on something different. I think the next CD will be a more of a regular CD, but I've always known that Uzi wants to be Young Thug. Wearing Thug outfits, you've been wanting to do it for a while, bro. And I have to also say, Marcus, I don't know if you're aware, but your your West Side brother, London on the track, also of Rich Kids Royalty, he said he's going to be an executive producer. How does that 
make you feel? Does that make you think that the project will be at least good? For Uzi next project? Yeah, London said I'll I'll be the executive producer. If you really want to be thug, you need me. That is, I ain't gonna lie. If you go try to be thug, and that means you're gonna give us rich gang thug. Because that's not the thug that's around now. I know, like, and, I, I, and I miss Rich Gang Thug. That's yeah, the thug. I think it's going to be good for Uzi, honestly. It could be next, then. Okay, because I'm not going to lie. When Absol said he had a talk with Uzi, and he was like, yeah, Uzi is really a next nigga. He just, doing, he just playing a role. I was like, yeah, that kind of established the thoughts I always had about this dude. Like, this is play play for him. He know how to make money. He know how to make records that, that will make him money. But this is just play play. Like brothers out here having a fashion show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, cool. Cletus, how do you feel about seeing Birdman walking around with Uzi past his bedtime? Yeah, I mean, when I seen the, the Uzi fit, I was like, wait, is this thug on like a special release for the day? Like, what's going <laughs> on? Hey. But then I look at the height and I'm like, okay. But yeah, I, I don't know what's up with that. I don't know why he was dressed up like Thug hanging with Birdman. I, I don't know what what special power he's trying to, you know, tap into. <laughs> After that, that pink album, he's gonna need all the super that he could get. Yeah. I mean, he might need a he might need a London, you know, executive production. He might he might need that. For sure, for sure. Now, hey, I feel like Uzi gives his black fans what they want when he wants to give us what we want, Pauls. I feel like that's why I think it's gonna be good. Cause when he wants to be black, he be killing shit. I mean, then that's the issue. He doesn't know what he wants to be. But I want to know, Marcus, do you feel like Atlanta is has been getting stagnant? Do you think they're like kind of in trouble a little bit? Or do you think this is just what happens to any city that runs shit for like almost 20 years? What you mean? We still run the game. Did you not see Rolling Loud? Majority of them folks on that stage was from Atlanta. True, true. Jamal doesn't think you guys are making the same quality of music. He it might not be the quality. You guys are still popular. You guys, the quality has fallen off. I just feel like there hasn't been so many young people that have been killing it, like on like a, like you got the Ken Carson's. And what was that other dude, Dan, you showed me with the Buddha and shit in this video? He had like the grainy. Oh, that's hard rock. Yeah, like you got a few of them. He's like, another kid that. Uh, Playboy Cardi wants to sign, but I think he's looking straight. What but about it, 40 Glock Spaz? Another yeah, guy. I was about to say we got destroy. Cardi wants to sign him, destroy, but... of course. We got JID, we got Kenny Mason. We got Do the Baby. girls like destroy lonely. Yeah, then the emo bitches. And that's, that's what I'm really, saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, but that's really what that honestly, that's really what's in right now. Like mm. in the younger community. Like, think about yeah. it. The whole anime scene is a is a thing, right? So, mm -hmm. like, being a nerd, that's the thing. So, like, his little video, like, his little mini movie shit is, like, did millions of views because, again, like, he connect to them, to the outcast. And I showed really, a girl that joined and she kind of liked it. That's what I'm saying? Like, he can connect with the outcast because he he look innocent. And at the end of the day, that's that's goddamn I-20, son. I mean, <laughs> if you want to call a person an industry plant, that probably would have been the first one I would have said. Cause like at the end of the day, <laughs> Ludacris could stamp him and that probably be a hundred thousand sales. You know what I mean? Titty Boy could do the same. So like I do the kids care about Ludacris and Titty Boy? That's probably oh, no, they don't. tell us uh, his daddy's at 20. Yeah, no, 20 boy. Titty boy got out of there kind of. I didn't think he was gonna go away that quick. 
No, they don't. But and then the, the thing I would say, like the I don't know how you can say stagnant. With I think one of the best CDs of this year and Killer Mike. This guy's from Adamsville, Zone Four, my mm -hmm. OG of my alma mater, like uh, in high school. So like you got Offset coming out. You love the Nudie album, Jamal. Th I do love the Nudie album. Nudie ran last year. Nudie's my favorite Atlanta artist right now. And that's what I say. You got his his uh, artist, Baby Drill, who running that Robin scene. Like mm -hmm. that's what that's really what I would say. Like Atlanta is kind of like on right now. Like yeah, they don't trap anymore. They're just robbers now. Yeah, yeah. It's niggas saying on the record, I did. I never trap. I just robbed. <laughs> and they're happy. You say he robbed the trappers. Yeah, that's and then I would say, uh, what is that, Huncho? Huncho making moves out here. I um, guess. I guess I can't. It's probably not fair for me to compare it to the time when like you had. Future, Thug, Migos, Pee Wee, like it was uh Hood Rich, uh Pablo Juan, like there was just a time Gucci where they was just like really running shit like on all levels. But I get I guess you can kind of say it's good for them because it seems like they're getting a little bit more creative and they're going away from like the trap sound and shit, but it just seems different to me. I mean, I would say like they just coming at a different angle with it. I mean, I think it's way more people in the rap game also. Mm -hmm. than it was when it was back then and i think the youth i think i always took childish gambino thing when he talked about this era this shit kind of microwave and that's kind of why dan had said like the most consistent the dudes that's putting out the most projects the most work those are the dudes that's the most popular with these kids and what's pop popping right now what's what's on these playlists on these apps because they ain't gonna you only got two weeks of like wanting to really beat that record if it if it's not really a something of substance. Um mm -hmm. and like I would say like the quality guys shit, most of them a lot. I mean, you just got one, I guess, in Ghana. You got Killer Mike. What is that? You had freaking um you got freaking offset that should give you some quality. You got you big got, lotto. Yeah, you got I mean, I'm not a bit, I mean East East Atlanta Lotto. Um Especially from the South Side. Summer Walker. Twenty One Savage. That boy ain't from here. I don't know what you're talking about. We got Zone Three. Yeah, he from London. We got Zone hey, Three. Shit. Hey, hey, man. He Damn, guys, come on, Mark. I thought he went to the same high school as Future. What that supposed to mean? Damn, Damn bro. I did. I did. Where Larry yeah. June? Where Larry June from? Larry, Larry June is from Atlanta too. He's I was just about Atlanta to say Atlanta, <laughs> San Francisco. I was about to say Larry June with the goddamn. But you don't like high. Trap Larry, right, Marcus? Oh hell no, man! They, no Trap one likes Larry. Trap Larry but me and Jamal. <laughs> I thought Lotto's from the South Side. Yeah, she might be, but she. I mean, I just only heard Lotto at something in the war, and I'm from the city. Oh and... my god, yeah, he don't braid her at all. She was right <laughs> the pre-show. She, she was, was on a TV show, though. Yeah, man, she was on Jermaine Dupree's show, and Jermaine Dupree didn't sign her, so yeah, maybe she is in Atlanta, because how did Jermaine Dupree fuck up that money? That's dumb. Bruh, Russ, I think she was a plant myself, but then I was like, after a while, I was like, nah, I fuck with her. Russ is a plant. A certified plant. Yeah, Russell Vitale? Oh, yeah. It's all right, but he has Nigerians that beat you up, so you gotta yeah. relax. Yeah, you gotta be careful with him. <laughs> Getting Nigerians to beat up another black man is crazy, but Russ can do that, just like Drake and my and, bosses. And also, I feel like a lot of people just caught up to Atlanta, too, because Atlanta at first was, like, ahead of, like, the, the rest of, like, the rap game. And then, like, to me, Dirk kind of Atlanta, his style out, and that's kind of when he got more popular, when he kind of 
sounded more like Atlanta rappers. So I feel like people just kind of caught up to their sound, and that's probably why it seems like that to me because everybody's so, doing their shit. But so it's a it to them because Dirk and Uzi have to live in Atlanta and be around them to absorb it. It's that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's not like how New Yorkers they never had to be in Chicago or London to take that drill sound. <laughs> we can absorb it from here. Like <laughs> Drake, Dirk had to go and live in Atlanta. He really went to college in Atlanta to grow up as an artist. He the did. same as Uzi. He had to leave because I'm telling you, when I first heard Uzi, he was rapping like Shy Glizzy. And then the next thing I know, he was Atlantified. So that is what happened to him. He was too Northeast. You saw he was rapping with shells, shells, shells. He likes DMV stuff. He had to leave and go to Atlanta so he could get better. But uh, yeah, I don't true. know. I would say to sum it up, I would say that what's going on in the city is I think everybody, I think Cardi had the biggest, um, like Cardi had the inspiration by saying like, and he went left and he just went to the emo rap. I think on like some of his emo rap, something like that's where you get the opium guys. That's where you get the Ken Carson's, the Destroys, even the other little people that's out here that's doing that. Like the Fagos, like the other people in that in that lane. But then you got the hood people mainly in the east side, like what you would have had with the Ola, with the 21, with the drill. C with the CEO, uh, yeah, with drill. Like them dudes, they they going with the robbing now. So mm -hmm. I think that just that just the difference, like the way how it is now. It's not really the main people going for mainstream because it's not that many mainstream guys that, that in the city. You only got Baby, Fuge, Gunna, and Goons. Yeah, and Twenty One right now. So like nobody, nobody out right now that's like mainstream for for you to be kind of like say like, hey, this the figurehead, and they they kind of like putting the city on the map for just this. And that's why. That's why Metro has to work with JID to a hey, JID. If you don't work with this Metro project, boy, you, you just ain't that good. Cause Nav has a good project with Metro. And whoa, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you gonna say that JID last project wasn't good though? Yeah, it was it was he doesn't like uh rapidy rap people. I don't yeah, I don't like fake outcast people. Or fake Kendricks. Yeah, I'm cool. It was good. I know people call it a classic, but it's just, yeah, rap has been too fragmented, man. I heard it like, hey, I don't want to hear from my brother than from my sister them raps. I'm cool, bro. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to lie. After That's what I'm saying, man. two times, I can't, I pass those records. My, <laughs> yeah, my favorite song from J.I.D. is still the first time I ever heard him. That Never Joint. That Never Joint was hard. That's still my favorite song from him. After that, it's been like, all right, I know you're a good rapper. I know you have crazy cadences. You're good with melodies too. Like he's talented. I'll never say he's whack. With me, the reason why I wasn't as interested in the last album is the production. That's why I'm excited to see what he can do with Metro. Cause hey, if, if I criticize your production and you're getting with arguably the best producer right now, I'm expecting fireworks. Even like Earth Gang. Shout out to Quissy. He likes Earth Gang. Their last album wasn't bad, but I was like, all right, I already have. I can go back and listen to It's Aliens and Equipment. I don't need these niggas to do Outcast. Why is Big Rube? Why y'all bothering Big Rube with this? Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I'm about to fuck your mind up. I don't think they Outcast. I think they feel mob. Hmm. Hmm. 
more raw and gutter. I, I, I see. Okay. And fun, kind of, I guess. I mean, Outcast was fun. But they too. don't have fun. Sometimes. Earth Gang? Well, they have a song called Bobby Boucher. I, that shit didn't sound tight. Did you like that song, Marcus? I'm going to be honest. When they try to have fun, it don't really come off. <laughs> Because they kind of in that Titty Boy, they kind of in that Titty Boy era. Remember when Titty Boy first had switched to Titty Boy? He remember he made a record and said, "I don't know how to make choruses," and oh, that's what I be saying. Claytis, mm. can you listen to music if these if the artist doesn't know how to have fun? I mean, I be having to because American artists they don't really be having fun no more. Oh. That's why we like sexy red though, because she has fun. <laughs> but you know, the guys, you know, they, they're promoting too much, too much shooting, bro. And I don't, I don't, I don't do that no more. I don't drill no more. I don't swipe hey, no more. Hey, man. Allegedly. Allegedly. Or they're too sleepy off the drugs. They, they don't have they're not jiggy. They don't know how to yeah, get play not players anymore. Yeah. Come on, they don't even give us songs like magic. Come on, man. Just fish telling out the parking lot was, was fun back then. I have one question to ask y'all. I'm trying to find the identity of this boy because he's honestly the only one. And I need to know if he is white or black. Uh, He's Mexican. He's a foreign, bro. He's he's a Mexican and an Eastern European. Yeah. Goes to Complex. He got got a, actually, he did a whole interview, a sit down interview with Complex. He's another guy that you could say is arguably an industry plan because he signed to an industry. No, 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 no. That's why, hey, Claytis, he's really from Portland, Oregon, but he tries to hide it. He's creating his own lingo. That's why I had to ask. That's why I had to ask because I seen him pop up on YouTube and I'm vibing. And it was a white boy. So I'm like, wait, is he he a Caucasian? Is rap being saved by a Caucasian man right now? Because, yeah. That's all. He's the only American music that I really listen to. Hey man, that's crazy. Yeet being the only American keeping your interest right now. And he's Atlantified too. Yeah, he is. Yeet. And uh, and that's this all comes back full circle. Yeet, just like all these young rappers, you ask them their favorite rappers, they say Young Thug, they say Future, they say Chief Keef. What do those three men have in common? They work their asses off, they have a lot of projects. That's what it all comes down to. Hard work will always win. But hey, man, this has been a phenomenal episode. This, I believe, is the longest episode ever of Chopper Soup Convos, and we probably could have went for another 30 minutes. This was been this has been fun. Shout out to Marcus and Claytis. Before we go, I gotta ask each of y'all, starting with Jamal, who's your favorite industry plan of all time? Hmm, damn, that's a crazy question. <sighs> favorite industry plan. Shit. I, I can't even I can't even come off the top with that. Uh, and when y'all if y'all give some examples, it'll probably come to me. Play this, who's your favorite industry plan of all time? The greatest actor of all time, Aubrey Graham. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Drake, okay. Yeah, I'm still. That's why. That's why uh, Jay Prince is still eating off of man. He said, "Hey, I had to vouch for you when no one believed you back then." Marcus, your favorite industry plan of all time? Lil Nas X and Post Malone. Yeah, all right. That, that's a good one. Because FKI, I remember those boys. FKI, real Atlanta boys were producing for Post Malone. Hey, bruh. You know that I know first. 
Mm. Oh, <laughs> we just gonna yes. leave it at that. Yeah, see, yeah, man, yeah, that's an that's another podcast too. Cause Key used to be with them heavy. Hey, man, I got questions. All right, my favorite industry. Oh, my bad. You got some, Marcus. All I can say, we might have to call in a special guest from a, a event that used to happen in the city, man. Beer and tacos. Oh wow, wow. Yes, I've definitely heard about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta, we gotta investigate, man. I'll switch it up on you. I'll give y'all one in sports and one in music. My favorite sports industry plan of all time is Freddie Adu because, <laughs> hey, man, that brother was robbing. He was anyway, and my favorite music industry plan of all time, it's got to be Vanilla Ice, man. Come on, man. Vanilla Ice had one hit, and we still using it to this day, and he got extorted to fund Death Row Records. He is an important industry plan thank you rob van winkle my favorite is bow wow whoa hey man he's just a little kid rapper man hey man, hey, man. the brat wrote his lyrics ti and, baby, and baby snoop dog gave him his name and he's on doggy yeah. style mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um millie vanilli are probably some of the greatest ones too well yeah those boys were definitely industry plants they could have sing nothing hey are the city girls industry plants before we leave Claytis? Because uh, I think they stopped rapping. Are they just scamming again, allegedly? Nah, nah, I won't call them playing because, you know, they, they grinded and, you know, they pay the dues as required. <laughs> Claytis, I've been watching Rolling Loud sets and they've been doing the same show for five years, Claytis. All they did was add, act bad, and that song is up. Yeah, P needs to start spending their bread. He needs to force these the ladies way. to go to the studio, though. He invested all of it into little baby. Now he's confused. Yeah. <laughs> Remember those skits Drewski used to make, and then Pete made him take it down. Little baby, he's so perfect. That's my best friend. I love little baby. He's will you be my man, little baby? I'm sorry. He used to. <laughs> hey, man, you remember? Yeah, Marcus is quiet because he knows Pete might walk down on him. He can't say nothing. Hey, bro, I ain't. I ain't got. I ain't. I'm, I'm out of there. <laughs> I'll be outside. I ain't got time for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want no trouble, man. Especially when you say you used to live in Oakland City. You definitely can't say nothing. Relax. I'm sorry, P.O. So I was kidding, sir. Hey, Chabasu Convos, this has been great. Shout out to Marcus. Shout out to Claytis. Shout out to Jamal, as always. DJ Ball Mall, what are your thoughts on the episode overall, man? I think it was very dope, man. You know what I'm saying? We got to get a little bit uh, versatile with it. You know what I'm saying? We got some uk um you know what i mean thoughts and uk updates we got to get like a real atlanta insider you know what i'm saying on here as well so it was very well-rounded also have a quick question too cleveland Ave, that's zone three right yes sir so, um yeah i've been over to that um jj fish that's near there <laughs> it wanted them in their hood i ain't even gonna lie to you yeah that joint was fire too you know what i'm saying <laughs> Oh, yeah. Wow. Hey, I almost left without Claytis. I forgot you're, you're financing an industry plant right now. You forgot, Stop. Claytis? Stop it. If it's not sexy, I'm not co-signing right now. Focus is on sexy right now. Hey, Jamal. Jamal, you're meeting one of Foogie Raw's biggest financiers. Okay. Yeah. He's the reason hey, man, why Dan hates that, man. I don't... Yeah, I don't like him because he's an industry plant because Claytis and Kwikudia and all of them are funding them. I know it. 
Hey man, he's a talented brother. He's a talented brother, man. Give hey him a man, chance. We're just trying to get the peas in one way or another. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, right, man. Did Alicia want to put a ladies, man? Did Alicia Keys clear the sample? She did. I don't know if she did. Well, she let him do like a video or something. She did something with him. Didn't Kanye make that beat? Yeah, he did. So he would kind of have to clear it. Yeah, he would have to. You would have to pay him too. Yes. Well, that's another story for another day. Kanye West and how he's been moving and how Kim Kardashian wishes she had him back. Hey, man, we'll be, we'll holla at y'all next week. This is definitely not the last time Marcus and Cletus will be on the pod. Hey, this was fun. Hope y'all stay blessed out there. We didn't even get to talk about running backs and 360 deals because running back, Saquon Barkley, boy, y'all had a running back meeting and then you took a one-year bonus. A one a one million dollar bonus on top of the the franchise tag. What is that? But anyway, doing sideline catches in practice, boy, stop. <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp, man. Yeah, it is. Hey, man, chop the soup convos. We all let y'all next week. Stay blessed.